Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. The scenario is Saturnine Chalice. It was written by Matthew Sanderson, and it's included in a collection called Deadlight and Other Dark Turns. I am the Game Master, and this is a one-shot. This will be the second time that we've run this scenario. So without any further delay, let's begin our journey into the darkness. All right. The three of you are professors from the Miskatonic, and you are heading to Ottawa for a conference. The conference is called... Um, uh, it's a conference on religious practices of early man. And you are all looking forward to this. Uh, the date is May 4th. 1926, I believe, and um, you are packing your things. You're all going to drive up there together. So are there any particular things you want to bring with you other than what you would normally bring here? This is kind of almost a vacation. Uh, yeah, nothing other than my my normal notes and so on and so forth. Yeah, I don't see my character doing my guy Jeffrey, Doctor Jeffrey Winters, going taking anything extra. Yeah. All right. Um. So, who will be driving? Um. Not me. <laughs> Let's I'm, see. I'll drive. I'll drive, but I just have to, you know. I'm a basic right. driver. Joseph Higgins, our humanities professor. Like like all terrible drivers, I assure you all that I am a great driver. Mm -hmm. So I will drive with my base drive skill. But I'm really good, <laughs> don't worry. We all have base drive. Yeah. 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 We basically switch off all thinking we're all great job drivers. <laughs> all right. So you leave um, uh, not too early in the morning. You get your stuff together. By 10 o'clock, you're off. And uh, you decide to take a more direct route uh, going towards Ottawa, uh, which means instead of, um, instead of using uh, the main highways and heading up all the way up into, you know, up towards Maine and then over into uh, uh, Toronto and working your way over towards Ottawa or Montreal and then working your way over. Uh, you're taking a lot of the more scenic uh, back routes. And as you're driving along, um, the scenery becomes very lush. Uh, the, uh, the trees become very thick, uh, forested. Uh, you pass through some small towns that are intermittent uh, along the way. Uh, and uh, as the day wears on, uh, you... Uh, you find yourself driving down a road that you're pretty sure will eventually connect back up with the main artery in, uh, in Canada. Um, when uh, Professor Higgins looks down at the gauge on the car and realizes that you are riding on empty and you haven't seen uh, a village for at least 20 miles behind you. 
What do you do? Well, I'm I'm befuddled. I I swore we had plenty of gas. I well, perhaps we've got a leak. Oh. Yes, these are rough roads, and we're out in the wilderness. Well, pull over here, Joseph, and we'll, we'll, we'll give it a look. Pull well, over. Just as you as you start to pull over, the car gives a sputter and another sputter, and you find the last few feet you're coasting to a, a stop, um, and the engine has turned itself off. That's not good. Um, uh, I guess I'll get out of the... Um, I was in the back, so I'll get out of the back seat and pop the hood. Um, Do you know anything about mechanical? You have a mechanical uh, role? Let's, let's have a look. Um, I have 10. <laughs> but I, I'll, I'll roll it. Yeah, I'll join him and take a look. All right, we're gonna we're gonna stare at the engine. I got fifteen. I got fifteen, but I'm not willing to spend the five. <laughs> I don't. I I don't know what. I mean, it's. Do I at least know if it's like steaming or if it like look like basic? It doesn't knowledge. look like it doesn't. Look, I mean, it's it's hot, but it's not yeah. steaming or anything. Well, you where? think you might just be completely out of gas. It, I mean, it doesn't look like there's anything wrong. Not that I know much about engines, but um, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll look under the car to see if there is a leak in the, if we are leaking fuel. Right, do a spot hidden for me. This I'm not bad at. While he's doing that, I'm gonna look back and forth. Have we had anybody passed us or? Hmm. Uh, pass on that, just a regular. Um, you don't see anything. Um, it doesn't seem like to be dripping. Don't have a drip or a leak or anything like that. So, can we can we see the gas tank? Uh, yeah. I mean, it's a regular the tank on the side of the car, and it's and it is empty. Um, well, I mean, you can't you can't look down the hole and see, but um, tap, you, tap, when, tap, when, tap, you, tap when you when you when you when you bang on it. Yeah, it sounds like there's nothing in there. There's nothing 20 miles behind us. Seems to me like we're probably going to have to walk forward. Is there a spare um, can in the trunk? There, we'll do a luck roll on that one. All right. I'm assuming we'd have a, like, we would have brought a road map. Yes. Um, 19. So, yeah, there does seem to be something in the trunk, whether it's a spare tank or not, is another question. Um, I'll, I'll pull our roadmap out, lay it out, and see if I can kind of work out where we might be and where the closest town or village or... Okay. Yeah. Well, you, you see the previous town, mm-hmm. and it's it's a fairly long stretch that you were on that looks like it's going out in the middle of nowhere. Um, it looks like it would eventually connect back up, like you thought, with the, uh, the main highway... Mm. But you don't know how far along you are. You none of you were really paying attention to the miles or, yeah. or anything like that. Um, uh, I'll say there's a, a little gas tank, a little gas can, a little metal two gallon gas can, uh, in the back. It is empty. All right. Well, I, I say. Well, at least we had this can here. Now, if we can only find a station. Well, that's what I'm trying to ascertain. From, I mean, I, this is the road we're on. 
But I don't know how far along the road we are and whether it's worth moving forward to find somewhere or going back to find somewhere. Well, what was well, the so last town that we passed? Here. And I, I point, point on the map. Do, I, um, do any of us remember what time we passed it? Yeah, you guys were having some sort of little philosophical t- discussion and one town looks very much like the other. So yeah. after a while, you just kind of zone out on them. But it's there anything sort of been quite a ways back. Is there any towns in between that? Because we haven't passed anything. Is there anything that would be coming up? Uh, you would be rejoining the main highway before you got yeah. to any towns. And you don't see any crossroads. Well, it looks like we gotta gotta go walk back. Yeah. Well, that, I mean, that's looking at the map. That seems like the best decision. At least we know there's a town back that way. Yeah, everyone, that's true. Everyone do spot hiddens. Oh, that's a big fail for me. Fail. One e five is a hard success. Okay. As you guys are sort of sitting there over the car, arguing. Um, uh, Joseph, uh, you sort of notice in between the trees, maybe half a mile ahead of you, it looks like there's a house or a building. Oh, wait, it's like oh, a wait. fairly large building. Maybe you don't have to walk too far. I think well, I might see a building through between hmm. those trees. Uh, I'm assuming when he points it out, we can see it as well. Yeah, it looks like ah. a Huh. Looks like a nice place. Hmm. Do we see a smoke? Com- okay, it is May, so it would be chilly. Uh, does it seem to have smoke coming out? You're of the not. Stack? You're not close enough to see that. You can just oh, see okay. there's something over there. What time is it? Right now, it's about three p.m. Okay. Hmm. I mean, I'm just thinking: should one of us stay with the car? No. Why? Well, I, I mean. Who's going to take I, look, I mean, there's nobody out here to take it. They can't drive it anywhere. Oh, but all of our stuff inside it is what I'm meaning. But I mean, what? History and psychology books? And who's out here to steal it? That's true. We haven't, some, we haven't had someone pass us for, God, hours now. I mean, all right. Well, let's. See. The only reason that's what you say with the car is that they could flag down a passing motorist. But yeah. Mm. But we haven't seen anyone as long as we've been driving. Right, so. Exactly. I say we let's head to the house together then. All right. Sounds good. I bring the can with me. Okay. So you start walking down the road. And as you are are walking uh, and you're getting closer to it, you see that there is uh, sort of a a small side road uh, that goes onto the property. And it actually looks like an estate of some sort. uh, as you approach, there is a gate, and uh, it's it's a big double gate, and it has a big W in the middle of it, and underneath hmm. is written Wayland, W-E-Y-L-A-N-D. Hmm. Uh, and you can see it's a fairly, it's not a huge house, but it's, it's a two-story house uh, with some outbuildings around it. Um, there are also some what look like semi-formal gardens that have been planted around hmm. it as well. Um, Does the impressive. name Wayland ring any bells to any of us? Well, it's not an uncommon name. Um, 
wealthy Waylands. Yeah, there's a few out there. Maybe into timber or something. We are up in um, Canada. Well, we're head, are we have we made it to Canada yet? You no, probably not. No. You're probably yeah, still no, okay. on this side. Still right. in the U.S. But we're, we're definitely getting into that. Possible. I mean, Vermont or yeah. New Hampshire. Yeah. As you as you go forward, and the gate's not locked, um, and you step through. Uh, you can see that the place may have had some better days, you know, uh, uh, but it's not in disrepair. It's in fairly fairly decent condition. Um, a lot of the flower beds are uh, just popping up with, with tulips and things like that, um, but they're not in full bloom. And some of the hedges look a little rough. They, they need some spring trim, trimming. Um, Seems like it's well taken care of. You can see off to either side uh, towards the um, towards the left-hand side, you see there is what looks like a large garage. Uh, and towards the right-hand side, you can see it, it, it almost looks like a monument of some sort, uh, like a, a mausoleum, a family mausoleum. Um, this is more or less the layout here. Hmm. And you're coming up from the south. Oh, okay. Very proper place. Yeah. I'm impressed. I would have thought there would just be a simple hunting lodge. Well, it's definitely an estate. Good catch with your eye, Professor Higgins. Well, thank you. Um, and as you are coming up towards the house, this is what the house looks like. There's a moon out, but we'll just say. <laughs> That's still early, yeah. It's still a little early for that. I mean, this, Although this it place is, is beautiful, but that, that lurking moon here worries me just a little. Yeah. Just um, a little bit. I'll uh, walk up to, I guess, what I assume would be the, the front porch, the front door. Okay. So as you are walking up, uh, towards the front porch. Everybody do a spot hidden. That is a right. hard pass. Um, yep, that's a hard pass here too. A 66 is a standard pass. Okay. Well, you, you'll all notice this, but as you are moving up towards it, you get the sudden feeling that you're being watched. And then you notice that there is someone in the window right near the door that is staring at you all uh, out of the window and the, the the face is odd it's it seems to be almost um pale and strangely strangely colored and it's just staring at you and it's not moving uh, it looks like this. And those of you who got hard passes suddenly realize it, it's, a, it's a bust. It's a statue. Oh. Oh. 
gave me a bit of a start then. I'm probably being, you know, the, the moron that's like waving at it. Um, Looks like a bust. Oh, oh, a bust. Mm. Yes. Gave me explain a bit of a start its Explain the pale features. I was a little worried there. <laughs> as was I, Jeffrey. As was I. Well, yes. I suppose uh, we'd better knock and tell them our situation. So, go up and knock on the door. Right, you knock on the door, and you hear um, a voice inside. Uh, sounds like it's fairly close to the door, and it says, "Oh, oh, um, uh, some of our guests must be arriving. Um, please, uh, just let yourselves in." Um. I'll open the door and, and uh, uh, so, sorry to trouble you. Uh, we're, we've broken down down the road. We, we need some assistance. Okay. Just inside the door, a few feet from the door itself, uh, you see a gentleman dressed in a very nice uh, suit, um, the kind of suit a servant would wear. And oh. he's on a small stepladder. And he's, uh, there's a chandelier hanging in the foyer um, that he's reaching up to, to try to uh, change one of the light bulbs in. Um, uh, this is what he looks like. Uh, he says, oh, oh, please, please come in. Uh, give me just a moment here. Uh, I want you, once again, all to do a spot hidden roll. Ooh. Oh, six. That's Bio. an extreme. Regular. Okay. Uh, you failed to sing? Okay. Uh, Dr. Jeffrey, you notice that as he's shifting his weight, that it looks like he's about to topple, that the, the ladder is a little rickety. Oh, oh dear. I'll kind of run in to brace the ladder okay. for him so he doesn't fall. Um, and he's like, oh, oh, thank you, thank you. Um, you. You watch him for a moment as he's screwing the light bulb in, and all, all of the light bulbs are lit. But Professor Higgins, you notice that there are, uh, that the, the, the chandelier seems to be damaged in a few spots. Maybe over the years it was damaged. But you can see some exposed wiring. And you're pretty sure that at least one or two of those wires going to the light bulbs is broken and frayed. And yet the light bulbs are on. He says, oh, thank you very much. Oh, that's done. And he climbs down from the ladder and he, he introduces himself as uh, Jeremy Linwood. I'm sorry, Jeremiah Linwood. He says, well then, um, are you here for the party? Uh, no. Uh, we're just passing by on the, uh, on the road here and, uh, seem to have run out of gas. We were hoping, uh... You, you said there was some, you had some car problem. Yes. Yes, for, yes. Oh, um, well, um, if there's something that we can do for you. Uh, do you have any uh, spare gasoline? 
for like a generator perhaps that we could use oh, to get back know. into town for, um, for fuel? You suddenly notice three other people. Um, one is dressed as a maid and she comes out and he says, oh, this is my wife, uh, Rosemary. And um, a, ma a gentleman and a woman also join him. Um, this is uh, Mr. August Wayland. He is the owner of the house and his daughter, Veronica. Uh, the, the man looks a lot like the bust. So. <laughs> you can all do spot hidden rolls again. All right. Ooh, oh, four. Hard success. A 64 is a regular success. Uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Wayland, August Wayland, he is in an extremely expensive suit, very well dressed, uh, very well groomed. He looks like he's probably in his late 50s, uh, early 60s, but he looks good. He looks good for his age. Um, his daughter, uh, she looks uh, obviously a lot younger, maybe in her 30s. But those of you who have a really good spot hidden roles, you notice that she has something in her hair, like um, dust or ashes or, or something. Like, like, like she was standing underneath something and it's, it rained a little dirt and dust onto her. Um, Odd, odd looking. Is it just on her hair or on her clothes? It, it's, it's on her hair and on her shoulders. Yeah. Okay. Um, no, well, and, and uh, August Whalen says, well, well then now what, what was this? Um, you said you had car trouble, you needed gasoline. Uh, I believe that we have gasoline. Yes, sir. We have gasoline. Um, uh, uh, probably out in the garage uh, with the uh, the car excellent excellent i do we did bring a can well why don't you oh that, that's that's good um uh are, are you uh, was there an accident are you hurt at all no 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 we're we're just fine we just ran out of gas that's all right yeah. um well uh perhaps jeremiah could uh, take you out to the garage and uh see if we have any gasoline um now you're welcome to wait here if uh, if just one of you wants to go, but uh, well, since I have the can, I'm more than willing to go, gentlemen. You can have a uh, discussion with um, these fine people. Fine with me. I don't oh, really have a problem with that. Oh. All right. Thank, thank you, Winters, and thank you so much for your your help. Of course. Yes. Uh, Jeremiah uh, uh, says, uh, "Please, sir, come you know this way." Oh, certainly. He uh, he points to the the front door, which you're standing right next yeah. to. So I'll I'll step out and let him get by, and I'll follow him. Okay. So you open up the door, and he uh, he goes out, and you and he start heading over towards that garage that you saw. Yeah. All right. The other two, uh, Mr. Wayland says, please, you know, make yourselves at home. Uh, here is uh, the lounge, which is the room right next to. The door with the statue in it. Um, there is a piano. Uh, there is uh, some uh, lovely paintings on the wall. 
five paintings. Um, you can see that the main painting in the center over the fireplace uh, is, uh, is Veronica. I'm sorry, sorry. It's, it's another woman that you don't recognize. Uh, and then in one of the side pictures, you see uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Wayland and the same woman. And then you see a picture of Mr. Wayland holding a baby, which looks like a baby girl, probably the daughter. Um, right. And the pictures look like family pictures. Uh, um, have they have they come in with us to the? To uh, the well, yes, they've they've stepped in with you. Please, you know, make yourselves at home. We're having a, a little party tonight. Uh, we uh, we do this once a year or so, and. Um, uh, I mean, if if they find gasoline, uh, you, know, you can be on your way. Otherwise, if you'd like to stay, that's that's perfectly fine. Oh, we we wouldn't want to be a, a, a hindrance on your. Well, sorry, sorry, we disturbed you at this time. Well, uh, would, my, my name be... is um, uh, Professor Milo Garadix. Uh, this is my uh, associate, Professor Joseph Higgins. We're um, nice both at, from the uh, the Miskatonic University in Arkham. Ah, Miskatonic. Veronica went there. Oh, what did you what did you study? Uh, and she says, "Well, I studied uh, philosophy and uh, the the esoteric uh, sciences, uh, the occult, occult metaphysics." Um, and uh, Wayland says, "Yes, I'm also a, a student of the occult. Um, just you know, it's interesting stuff." Oh, how very interesting! Oh, I, I, I work closely with those uh, those departments uh, in, in the humanities. Um, now, as do I, I yeah, if, if the, with if, the history, I, I do some as well. If you wouldn't mind, uh, we were in the process of getting ready. Uh, please make yourselves at home. Rosemary, he calls the maid and she comes in. And he says, please uh, get these gentlemen uh, something to drink. Um, we'll rejoin you after a bit, uh, Veronica. And the two of them leave. And he says, please. Uh, make yourselves at home. We have a library. Um, there's a kitchen if you're hungry. Um, just um, and there's there's also a, a restroom, uh, both downstairs and upstairs. Please just stay out of our private rooms. Of course, but uh, of make yourselves at home. And he and she walk off, and you can see they go up. They go down the hall and up the stairs. Well, they're pretty close. I'd like you all to do a spot hidden as you're here for a few moments. Wow, 03. Um, I also got an 03. Hey, look at that. Okay. <laughs> okay, you all passed. Okay, I'll I'll get to that in just a second. So Brilliant. Rosemary says, um, what would you gentlemen like to drink? Coffee, tea, water? Uh, tea sounds Co delightful. Coffee would be fine for me, thank you. And you, sir. Jeffrey's oh, um remember out. Jeffrey's out with the gas tank. Oh that's right, you're out with the okay. <laughs> that's why I muted myself. All right. She um she says, uh excellent. I'll be back in a few moments. And she leaves you, so you're all alone in the room. What you see, based on your thing, is the room is lovely, the furniture is elegant, the piano is a beautiful piano, it's a nice warm room, the fire is burning, and the bust on that pedestal over there is looking out the window and not facing into the room. 
which Very is peculiar for a bust. Hmm. Very, very kind of odd uh, home decor. Um, you definitely think that it would be not, not with the, not next to the window. Uh, well, even if it was, you'd expect it to be facing into and towards the room, wouldn't you? Um, I'm not really sure how much the, uh, you know, the light constantly hitting that bus will do to it over time. Um, Could I do an appraise? On the on the bus, like do a bit more of an inspection on it. Sure. But this, um, that is going to be a fail. Okay. Well, even so, what exactly do you do to appraise it? Um, I'll probably go go over and um, uh, I probably won't touch it just because I don't want to damage anything here. But I'll, I'll try and have a, a good close look at the, um, maybe the, the actual material, um, trying to ascertain kind of maybe through colouring, um, how old it might be and whether it looks like real marble or whatever the, okay. the make of it is. And well, the reason why you can't really appraise it is when you get a closer look at it, you realise that it has been painted. And it's been painted white. How odd. And of course, you can't really get a good look at the face because it's facing the wrong direction. It's facing out the window. And it's, you say it's painted? It's painted. Yes. It's very obviously painted white. Very, very... So interesting. The the I mean, I... Yeah, I'm keeping my voice low because I don't want to be insulting people in their own home. But who paints a bus? I agree. I agree. I mean, I mean, if it's if it is marble, like I can't even tell. But if it is, you wouldn't. Well, uh, and wouldn't it be the on. only thing that's uh, degraded in this house? That chandelier's wiring is a yeah, mess. But did you did you see Wayland? His clothes were those were expensive oh, I, threads. Yes, I mean this this whole place. I mean, it's very nice. These paintings are lovely. These photographs are lovely. Yeah. It's all but. I don't know, this painted bus, the, the wiring on the chandeliers, or just these little... I don't know, it's fascinating. These people are fascinating. I'm interested to hear what their... Uh, what, what occult matters they've been digging into. I, Higgins, I, 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 I also, I think I'm quite intrigued. How, how do you think, when, when Jeffrey gets back here, why don't we make the suggestion that we, we've been offered to stick around for the party? I'm, I'm quite intrigued by, uh, by them and this party and things... Uh, I mean, we're making pretty good time. We'll, we'll we'll think about it. But I am I I would love to take a peek at the library. Care to join me? Yes. Oh yes. Let's uh, let's go have a look at the library. All right. So while you guys leave that room, you can see that you're just going to go down the hall one one door, and then there's a library. Uh, there is also a a staircase. There is a, a staircase. Uh, uh, so you've got the door that, into the lounge that you went to. Then a few more feet uh, down the hallway, there's the stairs going upstairs. Um, a, a couple more feet, you can see that there is a basement door underneath the stairs. And then once again, on, uh, uh, on the very end, when you get there, you can see that there is... Uh, 
or a doorway going into the library. There's also a doorway on your right going into a dining room. And it's a very big dining room. Looks like you can seat easily 20 people wow. around the table. And is it, all, is it all set up in the dining room? Yes, everything okay. is set up very formally. Um, and there's a big fireplace that's also lit there. Um, so uh, I'll, we'll get to the library in a second. All right. So Dr. Jeffrey Winters, uh, you follow uh, Jeremiah out to the garage. And when you get there, there is a stunningly beautiful silver cloud Rolls Royce. Oh, that um, is a classic. It is. Actually, it's not too much of a classic at this point. <laughs> but it is incredibly gorgeous. Obviously imported mm -hmm. from, uh, from Europe. Um, and he says, uh, well, let's see. Uh, you notice over to the side there is a large, what looks like maybe a five-gallon um, thing of, of gasoline. And he goes, well, let's see if we get lucky. And he walks over to it and picks it up, and he's like, mm, I'm not sure, sir. I don't think that there's much inside, if anything at all. Mm. He, uh, he unscrews the top and, and looks inside, and he's like, I'm afraid it's empty. We, we just don't use the car that often. We don't mm. go into town very often. We have uh, groceries and things delivered. Mm. Um, perhaps we could uh, drain. Maybe, yeah, siphon the, if you have a hose, I'll, I can try to um, do the old. Um, well, the, and the, the Silver Cloud Rolls Royce actually has a um uh, a valve on the bottom wow. that you can just open and allow the, the gasoline to drain out you know for the winter and things like mm -hmm. that so perhaps we'll get we'll we'll be able to get some that way um right. however um my back is not what it used to if you could sure and he points to to where it is all right i open the can Okay. Position the can near the valve, and I will carefully open it up because nothing bad's going to happen. Right. So I would like you to do a spot hidden roll. All right. Um, regular success. Okay. Um, you you are undoing the, the valve, and as you as you get to the end, um, you get a couple of drops that seem to drop off and you can smell the smell of gasoline, uh, but the car seems to be empty. And ah. it's at that moment, as you're down there, that you realize that someone is standing on the other side of the car, mm -hmm. that they have bare feet and what looks like the bottom hem of a dress that's all torn and damaged. And the skin on their feet looks almost blue-green. All right. I quickly jump up, probably thunk my head, you know, because you know, you know, a bit startled. And I... Um, look, there's no yeah. one there. Oh, sorry there. 
Are you all right, sir? I I think I got overcome by the fumes a bit. thought I saw something over that way, but I must have been mistaken. Unfortunately, it seems that your gas tank is also empty. I'm very sorry, sir. Well, we do have a telephone. Um, Oh, excellent. uh, I would assume that you would be able to order it from the same people that we get our groceries from. Oh, that would be excellent. Yes. Well, and that we can do that then. Let's go back inside. The phone's ringing now. I can hear it. Yes. <laughs> Strange chirping phone that we have. Yes, it is. Um, ah. Somebody answered the fucking phone. <laughs> it's not my phone. <laughs> it's my phone, unfortunately. I'm the only one that. All right. All so right. Um, so you start walking back. I would like you to do another spot hidden. Why, well, certainly. Um, yep, regular success. So from where you are, um, as you as you had walked up onto the property, you could see the garage was over to the, uh, to the left. And you could see this in the picture that I showed you, but now you can actually see that there, it looks like there is a well uh, hmm. directly behind the house. Um, you think for a moment uh, in the shadows uh, as the um, the sun is finally getting down towards the tops of the trees, you think you see somebody standing over there. It looks at first like a woman um, dressed in white except that the clothes are just sort of falling off of her. And you're pretty sure she's barefoot. Oh, maybe that's the woman I saw earlier. Maybe it wasn't a vision. Um, I go, I, I go, and out of curiosity, who's that over there near the well? Over by the well, and he looks over and he says, I don't see anybody. And you oh. don't either now. Oh, that was odd. I thought I saw... A woman in a, 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 a barefoot woman in a uh, a tattered dress. Barefoot woman in a tattered dress. Uh, it could still be, you know. I I did get a lot of fumes from that gas tank. Uh, well, so let's get you inside and get you to mm. that phone so that you can call. All right. I I leave the can. Uh, there's because I'm not gonna bring it. Get empty gets up. I'll set the can just outside the door, okay. out of the way of people walking in, and I'll I'll come in. Well, gentlemen, doesn't look like they um they don't have any gas right now. But our the um the, the man here told me that we could use the phone to call in gas like they get their groceries. Right, they've moved on to the library. Oh, okay. So um. Well, but you what. say that as you're walking in the door, yeah, so they can yes, they can hear you down the hall saying that. Mm. You so, want me to make? Th- yes, please do. All right, I will join these. I uh, said, so why don't you show me where the phone is, and why don't you give them a ring and see if they can bring about um, you know maybe five gallons of gas. That the phone is actually on a little table uh, right next to the door, going down to the basement on the side of the stairs. So it's hmm. there was there in the hallway all the time. All right. And it's one of those pretty little phones, you know, you pick up the it's just got the funny little mm-hmm. thing. 
Um, uh, he says, of course, uh, let me ring them. And he, uh, he rings, uh, it's uh, Harmon's uh, grocery store which he tells you is in that the last town that you guys were in about mm -hmm. 20 miles back. And uh, he says, uh, you know, have you, have you, uh, uh, have you, are you on your way with your delivery yet? Or can we add something to it? Fine. Uh, we would like to add, what did you say? Five gallons. Right. They have uh, two gallon tins. Is it oh, we'll, okay? ta we'll take two of those. And if they could. Right. Um, Yes, please add those to the order and, and bring those out. Thank you. He says oh, they should be here around six. Oh, I appreciate your help. It's it's fortunate that they hadn't um, come yet with their order yet. Of course. Um, please, uh, you know, your friends I see are in the library. Oh, yes. Thank you. And I, I, I head over to the library. Ah, any good interesting reads? All right. Inside the library. You have floor-to-ceiling mahogany bookcases. Uh, they're uh, they're beautiful. Um, they have an extensive and very expensive book, expensive-looking book collection. Um, most of them are leather-bound. The main topics seem to be the occult, theology, history, and philosophy. Um, there's a few of the books. Uh, that uh, lay on the central reading table, and there are comfortable chairs all around. Um, there is also a uh, book stand uh, that sets uh, in the uh, in the uh, over towards one of the windows, and it has a large uh, eagle on the uh, front of it. And uh, there is a book setting on that. And I would like you to do spot hiddens as you look at it. Nope. Regular. I'm too entranced by the huge um, library. All right, regular success. Okay. So those of you who succeeded uh, this is what it looks like. Hmm. Like a symbol on its chest. Yes, you do notice that there seems to be something hmm. carved into it, but it doesn't look like it's actually was originally part right. of it. Yes, hmm. gentlemen, they didn't. Yeah. As they're looking right, I mentioned. Yeah, I was able to make that phone call, gentlemen. I um, was able to put an order in for two tins of, of gas. Oh, give okay. us four gallons. Excellent. So I thought I saw something in the garage and in the yard, some uh, barefoot woman in a tattered dress. Uh, I chalk it up to the fumes, you know. Unfortunately, there was no gas, but lots of fumes. Whew. Let's let's uh, ask that maid to get you something to something to drink. Um, yeah, she's bringing us some tea and coffee. She, oh, excellent, uh, excellent. She shows up immediately, and um, she says, uh, uh, "I have um, I brought you a variety to choose from, sir." Oh, thank you, thank you. Um, and I'll take whatever is convenient, whether it's the tea or the coffee. 
Um, could I have okay. a closer look at the symbol on the chest of the eagle? Yes, you can. And I would like you to um, do an occult roll. I can do that. Oh, yeah, 18. That's going to be a hard pass. Okay. Something about it seems very familiar. Um, you start to think for a moment <clears throat> and you start to remember your um, Alistair Crowley, Crowley, sorry, and some of the stuff from the Golden Dawn uh, that, you've, that you've read through. And you realize that what this thing is, is a Kamiya. And the way a Kamiya works, it, it all has to do with... Um, uh, magic squares, if you've ever seen a magic square. Um, magic square uh, is, a, is a, a square containing the numbers one through nine, and they always add up to the same number in all directions. And that each one of them is associated with a certain element. And in this case, uh, you can see uh, that where it's been scratched off, um, it's kind of a blue-gray metal underneath, which you would think would be lead. Hmm. And lead is associated with Saturn. So a Kamiya, and, and some of the other, uh, the other of you guys know this too from your occult studies, um, it looks something like this. So that is the Kamiya of Saturn. And the way you create a sigil is um, you create these lines, okay? The lines start with a circle and they pass through uh, the squares. And as they do, uh, they correspond to the letters of the alphabet. So in this case, this Kamiya starts with W, uh, because it's a five, mm -hmm. and then it's secondary, it's also a five, so that's the letter E, and then the, the last letter is a two, which turns out to be two, so this would be wet. Interesting. Okay. Mm. So, by that reckoning, the Kamiya that you're looking at which is the one that's on the uh, eagle? The eagle uh, would be this. So get out your pen and paper and see if you can figure out what it says. All right. So seven is a Y. Uh, gentlemen, gentlemen, come come look at this. This is a oh. uh, Higgins. You'll you'll recognize this. It's Camilla. Oh, uh, Saturn, I believe. Hmm. Any guesses? Um, not yet. Mm -mm. Not with so many letters. <laughs> Actually, fairly easy to work it out logically. So that's... If the first letter is a seven, then it's either GP or Y. Right. And then I'm assuming the, how the last square, there's a blank on the nine. So that's a space? 
that's because yeah there it's it's seven nine nine one six five okay <coughs> is it prison prison correct ah nice nice job thank you ah right yes yep yep excellent job just joseph excellent that's why you keep on winning the puzzle guests that we have at our uh, little... Quiz night. <laughs> yeah. You do the crosswords. What a, what a strange thing to uh, to carve into... To the, but, I mean, but also to do it with a, with such a, a puzzle. Seems quite oh. odd. So we've got this and we've got the painted bust. Well, not that, but they kind of nicked it. You know, so they kind of... Um, and it takes away from the artwork of the eagle, you know, with the lead exposed there or metal. Is there a Odd. book on on the on the actual pedestal? Um, it looks like there is a torn out piece of paper, maybe okay. pulled out of a book. I'll, um, I'll pick up the piece of paper. Okay. Uh, you don't need any kind of a roll to read this. Um, <laughs> Seems like it's a piece from the Bible. Why don't you read that? Uh, Genesis chapter 3, 22. And the Lord God said, Behold, the man has become as one of us, to know good and evil. And now let's be put forth his hand and take also of the tree of life and eat and live forever. Hmm. 23. Hmm. Therefore the Lord God sent him forth from the Garden of Eden till the ground from whence he was taken uh, 24 so he drove out the man and he placed at the east of the garden of Eden cerebellum cherubim cherubim and a flaming sword which turned every way to keep the way of the tree of life huh hmm. that's that's I mean nothing strange about that it's the bible right but why is it why is it torn out that seems quite to deface a a bible is there a, is there a bible around can you gentlemen see a bible as you look, look around you can see that uh on the table itself there is a bible um hmm. in fact you notice there are two or three other bibles in here yeah. um different versions king james is there but you also notice like a large greek septuagint and um in addition, you also notice the Koran, and you notice a, uh, a printed version of the, the Talmud. So mm, they seem to be all religious. I mean, at least a large portion of religious texts. They have a great, they, uh, uh, great theologians. They've got um, mm. quite the uh, collection of religious texts. Well, that would make sense if they study the occult. Well, they and said they did. They um, the daughter attends Miskatonic, and he attended, graduated, I believe. Yeah, said. and he said he he was a student of the occult as well. Yes, this is a um, very interesting choice. This um, uh, this excerpt from from Genesis about the casting out of Adam and Eve, uh, and the guardian of the tree. Yes, the guardian of the tree of life, so they don't consume the fruit and uh, spend all eternity in damnation. Um, it's very interesting with this association with the prison here. 
I wonder if there are other such uh, things in the house, like uh, that bust. I wonder if it also has a a, a cherim with it. Hmm. What, uh, what What do you mean by the bust? What's so strange about the bust? It's uh, well, it's painted, uh, for one thing. It's really yeah, yeah. But I mean, they've 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 carved the symbol bust. into the um, into this uh, lectern, into this eagle. Uh, I'm. I'm curious what other things they have. Very fascinating people. Hmm. I mean, the library is 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 quite nice. Do I recognize? Um, I think uh, what trans uh, what version of the Bible this this came from? Looks like it might have been from a King James. From a King James, okay. And do they have multiple copies of the King James? Yeah. Okay. Um, well, it's not. It won't be simple to figure out which one this what. Size and stuff. I, well, I'll, I'll actually, I'll grab, grab them off the shelves just because I'm curious. I want to find the one where if they've removed the page from one, yeah, and see if they've removed any others. What well, you he's... what you find is that the ones that are in the shelves still, uh, they seem to be fine and intact. Okay. Uh, the one that was on the table though seems to be the one uh, that it was torn out of. Okay, so I'll I'll take one that hasn't been um, or they haven't been removing pages. Mm -hmm. um, so I'll have a, a pristine copy, and then this one where this uh, the first you know this uh, excerpt from Genesis was taken, and I'll see if they've removed any other pages, and if they have, I'll use the pristine copy to figure out ah what it was. Okay, um, do a spot hidden. Well, the dice don't like my cool idea. <laughs> But I'll spend seven luck. I want to. No, don't spend any luck. There are no other pages. There are no other pages. Screwing okay. with you. <laughs> all right, all right. So it's just that one page then. Yeah, just just um, the one page. You said okay. there were some uh, occult books on the table as well. Is that correct, Tom? Yes, um, things that you're familiar with. Um, nothing really that interesting. Um, uh, and and there's definitely some books that are missing from the wall from the right, library. Yeah. Mm. Ones that they're obviously possibly taken to their quarters to read. Yeah, which is fair enough. Um, well, let's go have a closer look at that bust then, um, Joseph, and possibly see if we can see another marking or something along. Yeah, like it's, it's like a it's like a treasure hunt. Yes. Yeah, maybe we should check out the library too. These bookshelves they, they might be inscribed with one of these as well. Oh, you mean that? See if the bookshelves have got any of the markings. Yeah, the wooden markings. It's a mahogany. Um, What's well, a pretty big uh, library here? Um, let's check. Well, why don't we go to the bust first? Uh, since oh. I'm intrigued by this. They would paint it. That seems such a almost like a desecration. All right. So you return back down the the the, the hallway to the library. Um, it's still uh, the way you left it. Um, and you're going to go over to the bust. Uh, what are you going to do? The bust is facing out the window. Going to try and see if we can find any markings on it. All right. You're going to move it or do anything? Um, is there any reason why when you, you say wouldn't? it's up against the yeah, window? Yeah, I mean, if I mean, we will, we would turn it to try to get a better look at the front. All right. 
Mr. Keeper who keeps asking if we're touching the yes. bus. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> Mr. Player who doesn't give me enough details in what they're doing. To... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, all right. Um, well, the first thing you immediately notice when you try and move the bust is that it is extremely heavy. Is it lead? Uh, you turn it around, and sure enough, in the uh, in the bust right underneath the uh, on the the portion of it that looks like the tie, uh, you see this. Joseph. Oh, I guess there's another one. And it does look like it's been scratched through the paint, and it's definitely a blue-black metal underneath. So it's it's paint. lead. Uh, that's why you box. paint it. So, shall we try again? Is it, um, is it obstacle? Oops, obstacle. Yep. Mm. I wasn't sure. I was like, can I? <laughs> All right. So as you are musing over that, um, uh, you suddenly hear a knock down the hallway at the front door. Yes. And you see Jeremiah uh, walk past the doorway. And he goes to the door. And he opens it. And he, you hear a voice, Jeremiah. He says, oh, good evening, sir. I'm glad that you're here. Uh, did you have a safe uh, trip? And he says, yes, I did. He says, I'm, I've been looking forward to this for quite some time. He says, please uh, come inside. Uh, make yourself at home. Uh, we have a number of guests that um, are unexpected. They came because their car ran out of gasoline. Oh, he says, yes, uh, they're there in the library. They they seem like uh, very nice gentlemen. Um, please uh, go, go right in. So this gentleman uh, steps inside. Uh, he's uh, rather handsome. Uh, he's uh, tall. Uh, he has sort of a regal manner to him. Uh, he's dressed in a very expensive looking suit. Um, looks like this. And he's got a big smile on his face. He says, oh, hello. Uh, my name is Lester Goodman. How are all of you? Fine, fine. Yeah, yeah, excellent, he's, excellent. He's very eager. He comes around and starts shaking your hands. Well, Good um, to meet you. Are you, uh, 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 Jeremiah said that you had uh, car trouble. Yes, oh. we're, we're currently uh, waiting for a delivery of gasoline and we'll be out of your hair for your, uh, your mm -hmm. gathering tonight. Oh, well, that's a shame. You should stay. It's always nice to have new people. Oh, we wouldn't want to impose on the guests. Ah, you no, wouldn't be imposing. No. Oh, I'm sure that Waylon would love it. What is the occasion? Yes. Oh, well, we, we get together and discuss, uh, uh, you know, uh, occult, uh, esoteric things that we've been researching over the years. And, oh. um, Maybe I noticed a fine collection in the library. Yeah, it's uh, it's very nice library. Very, very well done. Uh, Mr. Wayland is a very gracious host, and uh, his daughter is very nice. Uh, says, and we all miss his wife, Evangeline. And he looks hmm. up at the big painting. Oh, is this this is Evangeline? This is Evangeline. Yes. Uh, there's there's their marriage photo, and here's when they had Veronica. Uh, 
Um, uh, but unfortunately, she passed away uh, during Veronica's birth. That's why the mom's not in the picture with the kid. Jeremiah, oh, and, Rose, Jeremiah and Rosemary raised her. And it was only later when she went to college that she began to develop her interest in the same thing her father did, the occult and stuff like yes, that. Yes, we uh, understand she attended Miskatonic, where we all teach. Ah, yes. they're all teachers at Miskatonic. Excellent. Cigar? Oh, thank you. Oh. Thank you. Thank so you. Much. We all take the cigar. <laughs> and he moves over and he sits down in a big old red wing leather chair and lights his cigar. And he says, well, this should be a fun evening. Where yes. are you? Where are you from? I'm kind of a man about town. I'm all over the place. Uh, I love to travel. I, oh, uh, where have you been? Where haven't I been? Um, you could say uh, I've been all over Europe. Uh, I've even traveled hmm. in the Far East. Um, I've even been to Egypt. Uh, oh, well traveled then. I haven't been to Egypt in a long time, though. It's it's quite you know. Was it for quite, work or study? Oh, mostly just for my own private uh, uh, interest. Ah. Um, there's so many interesting things going on in the world, and I want to see them all. That makes sense. There's a knock at the front door. You hear it down the hallway, and uh, you see once again Jeremiah. Uh, step out, uh, step past the door, and he goes and he opens the uh, the door, and you hear Jeremiah, and he says, "Oh, good evening, sir. I'm glad that you made it. How are you?" And he's like, "Oh, I'm well. Did you have a nice, safe trip?" And he says, "Yes." And he says, "Well, um, we have some extra guests tonight. They had a difficulty with their car. They're in the lounge right now." He says, "Oh, that's fantastic. I'll go meet them." And walking in the door is somebody who looks exactly like Lester Goodman. And he comes towards you and he goes, Ah, gentlemen, Lester Goodman, uh, glad to meet you. And then he looks over at the other Lester and he goes, Lester, I didn't know you were here. Oh, yes. And they start walking towards each other and they shake each other's hands. He says, it's been so long. He says, uh, please, uh, uh, these are, uh, this is, and he, and this Lester introduces you to that Lester. And they both smile at you and they seem to have uh, identical mannerisms and everything. He says, cigar. And he takes the other cigar and they both stand there next to each other smoking a cigar. Uh, you are related then? Related? Him and I? Well, not really, but sort of, I guess. I mean, the resemblance is uncanny. I don't see it. And then he sits down in the other wing chair and crosses his legs. I, uh, you, if you would excuse me, I need to uh, go splash some water on my uh, my face. I'll, I'll, I'll be right back. Sure. All right. And I'm going to go to one of the bathrooms that uh, was first told to us. <laughs> All right. I, I take a long draw from the cigar just thinking about what I just heard and seeing their mannerisms being almost the same. Hmm. The second you step out of the room, Professor Milo, um, Jeremiah is there 
And he's like, is everything all right, sir? Something I can do for you? Uh, yes, no, I, I just uh, uh, going to uh, use the, the bathroom if that's all right. Oh, of course. Um, he says, let me show you where it is. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Much obliged. And he takes you down the, the hallway a ways, and uh, there's a little door on the side. He says, you can use this. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, and I'll go in and I'll um, I'll roll up my sleeves and, and splash some water on my face and sort of kind of look up into the mirror, kind of... Um, huh. Do a spot hidden. Okay. Oh, five. That's going to be a extreme. All right. So get some water, you splash your face with it, you look up into the mirror. And when you're you know blinking your eyes from the water, um, you look up and the bathroom that you're in is looks like it's damaged. It's the, the tiles are cracked, uh, the paint is peeling off the door. Um, you look down at the toilet and realize that it's it's got rust stains all over it. You look at the sink and there are rust stains. And the, the faucet that you just turned on is old and damaged. And part of the sink is a little cracked. And when you blink your eyes to get the rest of the water out, everything looks perfectly normal again. Uh, okay. I'm going to do a sanity check. Is that a... Yeah, you can do a sanity check. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm starting to... Worry Meanwhile... <laughs> I'm enjoying, the, as a psychologist, I'm watching these two with intense, you know, academic curiosity to see how many mannerisms they have that are similar. Um, they seem to be almost self-entertaining. They... They tell each other jokes. Um, they act like if they've, they've never heard the jokes before. Uh, and it sounds like the same person talking twice. They look like identical twins is what they mm -hmm. look like. But what I'm looking at is, is you know, their mannerisms. Are, you know, I'm like going, I'm, I'm having a harder and harder time believing these two are not twins. Right. And they're almost, they're, there are moments when they are almost in sync. You know, they'll both yeah. suck suck on their cigar at the same time. They'll both tap the ash off at the same time. Mm. Um, I, but I they might be in, they might be in different conversations with with two different you and the and uh, Joseph. Mm -hmm. And these are these are excellent cigars. Where did you get them from? Oh uh, well, um, I prefer Cubans, and uh, I believe you prefer whatever. <laughs> I don't know cigars, so some other brand. And he says, that's right, I do. Mm. He's like, well, uh, hopefully the party will be getting started. Uh, obviously, some of us are beginning to arrive. And he no sooner says that. You hear a knock on the door. And you see Jeremiah walk by and go to the door. And the door opens and you hear, Jeremiah! He says, oh, good to see you, sir. Did you have a safe trip? He says, yes, wonderful. Well, there are uh, a number of new guests 
uh, th that had card trouble and they've joined us. Why don't you join them in the library? Oh, wonderful. The third Lester Goodman. And coming around the corner is another Lester Goodman. A Lester Goodman, I'll say. We've met? Well, not exactly. I just... Uh, yes. Sensing a trend. Yes, I am. Joseph Higgins. Mr. Higgins, very nice to meet uh, you. Jeffrey Winters. Oh, Mr. Winters. Um, yeah. Oh, and I see Lester's here. And Lester's here. And they join one another and start laughing and you guys can do sanity work. Yes, yeah, yeah we're <laughs> yeah, we're post is going. That's a pass. Yeah, I'm surprised. I passed. Right. Just uh just take one point of sanity loss. It's just bizarre. And uh uh Professor Milo uh, for your, well, did you pass or fail your sanity? I passed. Okay, just take one point of sanity damage for for seeing okay. that. Um, what are you going to do now that you're leaving the bathroom? Um, I'll probably uh, sort of um, leave the bathroom um, and, and make my way back, but. Um, I'm not going to smoke a cigar or, or drink anything from now on. I'm possibly okay. just going to, I'm going to watch my surroundings a bit more and really try to focus my mind in on things and yeah, try All to, right. try to ascertain what's real and what's not. Okay. When Milo. you walk into the lounge, there are now three Lesters in there. Milo, have you met Lester? And Lester. And oh, Lester. Another... And the two, the two that are sitting there, they're like, oh, well, we met him, but uh, Lester, you haven't met him. And are they wearing the exact same thing as well? Exact. And he hmm. shakes, he shakes your hands, Lester Goodman. Uh, now you can yes. do another sanity roll. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that one, it was a big fail. <laughs> yeah, I think you can take two points of sanity yeah. damage for that one. Um, uh, Joseph, I think I, this I could see. be a very interesting evening, don't you? Oh, quite. Uh, I'm looking forward to the, uh, the, the to the uh, to the discussion. I'm sure these oh, I am well traveled gentlemen will have many uh, stories to tell in the research of the occult. Mm -hmm. uh, it'll be like a, a you know preparation for our conference. I wonder if it will be an a cappello. Um, uh, Joseph, uh, uh, Jeffrey, um, uh, how, how would you gentlemen feel about uh, uh, having a, a walk around the, the, the garden before dinner? That sounds grand. Yes, yes. You know, this room is getting a. A little bit uh, thick. Crazy yeah. with the yeah, yeah. Yes. We'll 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 be right back. We're just going to go stretch our legs and get some fresh air. And appearing at the door, just as you're about to step out out into the hallway, is Jeremiah. Oh, gentlemen, is there anything I can get for you? Anything? Uh, anything at all? Uh, no? Nothing for me. Just just getting some fresh air. It's getting a little thick in the air in the library. We thought we could. Uh, you know, freshen up, some, get some fresh air in us. Well, do be careful. Stay on the path. Um, 
uh, the light is starting to go. And uh, there are a few uh, cobble, uh, not cobblestones, uh, uh, flagstones that are a little loose. You don't want to trip. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Um, All right. <laughs> once we're outside with the others. So you step um, outside. Uh, I'll tell them about my uh, my experience in the bathroom. <laughs> okay. Before you do that, as you guys step out onto the porch, do us do a do an intelli intelligence roll. Uh, Forty six, which for me is a regular pass. Uh, fail. <clears throat> yeah, I'm a little still preoccupied with the fact that we've met three Lester, Lester Lester, Yeah, that's that's um, what I'm thinking. Okay. Um. Professor Milo, as you step out, by your reckoning, it should only be about 4.30 by now. But the sun is going down. The sun is behind the trees. And it looks, for, for May, it looks more like it's 6 or 7 o'clock in the evening. Gentlemen, gentlemen. It's only probably around about at the latest four thirty. But look at look at our surroundings. Wow, wow, we've really lost track of time. Yeah. So well, let's. I mean, as I said, we've got three of the exact same men in that room. I had my encounter in the bathroom with the whatever. I don't know what I saw there. Je Jeffrey, you said you saw a barefooted woman. Yes, yes, uh, with you know bluish greenish feet. Bare feet. I saw her twice. Once in the garage, just her feet. When I looked up, she wasn't there. Did you ever see thought, her face? No, the only, I saw her from a distance near the well, but not well enough to be able to see her face. I wonder if she's the mother. <laughs> I mean, let's right. not go believing in ghosts just because. Right. Of, well, what if she's not a good ghost? What if What if they you see her... in that bathroom? Well, I, 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 the second Lester came in. And I just needed to go get some, some cold water on my face. And I went in, I turned on the tap, I splashed some water on my face, and then the whole room changed. Everything was in disrepair. The, the paint was peeling. The, there was rust around the, uh, the, the toilet. There was rust and broken, chipped uh, sink. And then I blinked a bit more, and then everything went back to the same. Hmm. Well, and then I come some... back through, and there's three Lesters. Well, I wouldn't be surprised if you noticed something a little out of sorts. I mean, as I... I, I thought I told you about the chandelier's wiring problem. Yeah. Uh, I, you oh, know, what was wrong with the chandelier? Oh, some of, there's some uh, frayed wires coming off of it. I'm surprised mm. any of the light bulbs on it turn on at all. Oh, they had oh. a beautiful um, Rolls Royce in the um, garage. Uh, must have been imported from Europe. Yes. A beautiful vehicle. It's just too bad they didn't have any petrol. Jeffrey, you said you saw the woman by the well. Right, over that way. Well, let, let's go have a look at the well. All right. Say, All right. Is that on the path or off the path? Yes, it's on the path. There's like All a right. circle going around the house. Hmm. And the uh, the well is at the top, uh, yeah, the, okay. the north end. Yeah, the, the servants seem to be very insistent we stay on the path. I wonder what that means. Well, you, you do see that it is, um, after a very short period, it turns into forest in all directions. Ah. Uh, but also, the, it's a flagstone path. 
So uh, there are a few places where the flagstones are, you know, up a little. Yeah. And if you kick one of those with your toe, you're going to go. Could go I? Boom. Could I pull out a notebook? And just very quickly, I want to kind of look around my surroundings and draw what the paths might look like. Like if they, sure. if they come like a symbol. Oh, yes. Like um, Stonehenge or something like that. Yeah. Um, I mean, a, 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 it a Kamiya of itself. It doesn't particularly look that odd. Uh, it's certainly not a Kamiya. Kamiyas are all straight lines. That's what I was, yeah, yeah. I was just sort of seeing if there's any strange well and i'm sure they just told us to stay on the pass because they don't want us trampling the gardens that's i mean well, that's I, true yes, i mean yeah. the gardens are spectacular right, let's go let's go have a look at the uh, the well and then um doctor uh dr jeffrey uh because you said that do uh do a spot hidden Oh, 09 so that is a extreme success so you say the, the the gardens are spectacular and as you say that and you sort of glance around you're suddenly looking for the spectacular part um you don't actually see any flowers coming up anywhere um the hedges are badly overgrown um uh, some of them are damaged, like they've they've got, uh, you know, some sort of insect boring them and and has has killed parts of them, and the general garden area, uh, the grounds are not really in very good repair. You can see that there are weeds coming up all over the place, but as your as your head comes around and as you reconnect with. Uh, 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 professors Higgins and, and uh, Garadex, um, it suddenly looks back to normal. Like, All right. Sanity time. Yeah, sanity check. I made it this time. So another point, I assume? Just a, just a point. I got but you, you, the two of you suddenly notice him straighten up and look rather startled. Something all right, Jeffrey. I think I've had the same thing occur to me like it happened to you in the bathroom, Milo. Uh, I mentioned, made, made a mention in the garden, and you remember the tulips you saw, and then when I took a look at just after I said that, the garden looked like it hadn't been dealt with in decades. Hedges overgrown, damaged, no flowers. And then as I was turning back towards you guys, it was like it was everything was fine again. Oh, odd. And now you, you did... It was you, you did, you were able to speak with the, the grocer, weren't you? Well, actually, no, it was the servant that did. He said that they had well, taken care of the order yet, and it sounded like he hadn't, and then he order, had ordered us two tins. The strange thing is, now, I would have thought, because we had our teas and coffee, you know, but the thing is, we saw... The tulips and everything before we had the like we saw the house yes. and the building as it was as we entered. There's no way we've been drugged. True, true. All right. I mean, I saw the the strange thing with the wires. Um, mm. yeah. Before we had, but that's what I'm saying. Before we consumed anything within the house. Um, right. But I mean, the fact that I mean, even if that was the case, the the, the three of us are having the exact uh, same 
visions, if you will, including the three luster Goodmans. I find that highly unra- yes, like unlikely. Yeah, yeah I mean, uh, you know, I'm thinking triplets. I mean, maybe they're playing it. Maybe this is one of their practical jokes. You know what I mean? You know, you you know also, twins and tri- triplets do you, do that occasionally. Did you gentlemen but, also notice that um, the daughter, when she first entered, she had dust or some sort of uh, as if she'd been somewhere where she was she had dust all through her hair and on her shoulders oh i figured she had been busy um you know prepping maybe getting some things out of the attic you know how when you're getting stuff out of the attic or something like that or down in the basement you get a little dust or you yes, know but you wouldn't you wouldn't then go and answer the door and meet guests with it all you you clean yourself up i guess you're right especially a young girl well not young but a a, a relatively um, beautiful lass like that, she would be a little bit of concerned about her appearance. She looked relatively young, didn't she? I'd say yes, thirties, mid twenties. Yeah. Let's go have a look at this. Uh, well, I suppose when the only people coming over are Lester, 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 and, and Lester. Don't forget Lester. Yeah. Yeah, I would never forget about Lester. Um, not really yeah. sure. Too really concerned about impressing any of them. I, I want to go and see if there's any uh, footprints over nearby the. Um, Barefoot footprints over by yeah, the I'll show well. you where I saw her approximately. We'll assume that as you guys have been talking, you've been walking that direction. The property's not that huge, so you're you're just now approaching the well. Seems to be an old um, stone well, um, nicely designed. Uh, it's got a little um, cupola thing over the top of it, mm-hmm. and um, you can see that there's uh, one of the crank things with the bucket, except that the the string seems to go down into the, or the rope seems to go down, and the bucket must be down there. It's unwound hmm. from the thing. Um, You're going to look see. around for footprints? Yeah. Okay. It's mostly gravel, so you don't think you're going to find any, okay. any footprints. What if they look really, really hard? <laughs> Do a spot hidden. I got an 08. <laughs> You're rolling really well. Um, you don't see footprints, but there seem to be places on the well where water has splashed because the rocks are a different color. Now it's starting to get, you know, it's, it's, it's dusk. Mm. So you don't see everything really clearly. I mean, you, you still see it very clearly. You're not in the dark. Yeah. But it, it almost looks like there's something on one side of it that's splashed. What were you saying, Dr. Uh, Winters? Yeah, it, does it look like someone may have brought up the bucket on that side? Um, do you want to take a closer look? Yeah, I'm going to go over. All right. Um, you, walk over, you walk over to the well, and uh, you look inside. You can't see the bottom. It's dark down there. Mm. Um and uh, do a listen roll. Here's my listen. All right, take a look. Yeah, I and a normal success. You can hear something splashing around or moving around in the water. Not not violently. Just there shouldn't be any movement of the water down there. And so now is it? 
by the splashing, does it sound like something large or something small? Well, it kind of echoes the sound as it comes up. And now that your your eyes are sort of getting used to the 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 light looking down, you, you think that there's something down there, and suddenly, um, maybe there's a half a foot or so of rope that's still wound around the the crank. Um, it suddenly pulls taut. The, the crank just turns like a half a turn and you see the, the, the rope start to shake. I think so. There's someone down there. But I'm going to also roll with sanity because I was startled. Are you, are you all going to look? Yeah. All right. Yeah. As you're looking, uh, first you, you, you can hear what he's here. So you hear something moving around. Uh, the splashing gets a little louder for a moment. Uh, hmm. The rope has gone taut and suddenly... As you're looking down, there's someone down there climbing up the rope. Um, their their hands are bluish white, and they're they're pulling themselves up from below like this. And you can see them moving closer and closer uh, towards the top. And when they're about twenty feet away, uh, still it's a deep well. As they're about 20 feet from the top, um, you can see that they have this person. They, it's not a they, it's a he, or it's a, it's a person, it's a she. You can see it has long, black, scraggly hair. And uh, its face suddenly looks up at you. You can see ah! it has, Oh, God. <laughs> you can see it has sharpened, greenish teeth, and it looks half decayed as it's climbing up the, the thing towards you. Uh, you can all do sanity rolls. Yeah. Uh, uh, pocket knife. I yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I made it. Uh, that's a fail for me. <laughs> all right. If you fail, do one d four. Otherwise, take two points of damage. All right. No problem, Don. That's uh, one. Points. Wow. <laughs> wow. You did better than the others. What do you guys want yeah. to do? Uh, uh, I'm yeah, checking I, in my pockets yeah. for some kind of little knife. knife or something yeah. like that on yeah. me. You're professors, you don't carry weapons. Pocket I'm talking about like a little, knife. yeah, a little a know, letter for, opener, a, a 1920s version of a little Swiss Army knife, or right. yeah, a um, leatherman or something like. Uh, <laughs> or a pen knife. Can we all go to a luck roll? Do a luck roll. Maybe you have a, a lucky uh, Swiss open. Army knife or something. Twenty. I got an O one. Oh. How about you, Professor Higgins? I got I, not a no one, but a pass. <laughs> <laughs> well, you thought of it, so yeah. Uh, you, you pull out your Swiss Army knife. What are you gonna do? I'm gonna slowly start. All right, going at um, the rope. <laughs> I'm gonna try and steady the rope hard enough so that he can. Oh, it's it's pretty oh, steady because it's got. Oh the yeah, weight, someone's climbing up it. it. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, you see, as you do that, that it starts to move faster as it's coming. All right, up. I'm gonna look for a rock. We're near yeah, something. Like I'm gonna yeah, pick like up gravel like, and throw like, it. Like, like a lot of the flagstones, and it's gonna go. All right. Um, would that be a uh, throw, or what? What would that be? No, you probably you probably can't pull the the flagstones are probably cemented in place. All right. Um, 
But um, let's just say that Joseph, you managed to cut through the the string or the rope just as the thing is about to clear the top of the uh, uh, well. And you see the thing's arm sort of flail out for a moment and you hear it fall back down and you and you hear it splash. Oh my God. What was that? I, we, we all saw that, right? We all saw that. Oh was... yes, we all saw that. Uh, what the heck have we stepped into, gentlemen? Uh, I, I think, I think, I think we, we should make... just walk back to town. I, th- I agree. I yeah, I, I think, I'm uh, going to go up to the front porch you, and grab the can. Um, as you leave as you it. look no, back it, yeah. towards the house, as you look back towards the house, uh, you hear um, Mr. Wayland. Uh, he's standing there and he's walking in your direction. He says, "Gentlemen, is everything all right?" Yes, yes, yeah. <laughs> yes, fine. Just just uh, just getting some fresh air. Oh well. Um, I just got a call from the uh, from the uh, service uh, store, mm-hmm. and uh, they said that they're they're they've been slightly delayed, but they're leaving right now. Uh, they should be here in fifteen or twenty minutes. Oh, excellent! 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 Yes, thank you. Ah, this old Such- well. I uh, I haven't uh, I haven't come out here for a while. Since you know they used to draw, we now have. Uh, we have uh, a, a different well that uh, draws the water up inside the house. Uh, this is where they used to get water, uh, you know, in days gone by. Hmm. And so there's, there's another well. Well, it's it's more of a pipe than anything else. It's not anything you can look down. It's oh, it's oh. a mechanism, you know. Hmm. Um, it's a small pipe, though. Or uh, correct, it's a small okay. pipe. He says, "Yes, this is this is always." We, we leave this here just because it's rather, uh, you know, uh, nostalgic to have such a thing, but it really oh, does of sort of present a, uh, a danger. And he goes over and he sort of looks down the well and he says, well, that's odd. And suddenly you guys see this clawed hand reach up, grab him by the suit and yank him forward. And he falls, ah, like this, down into the well, and you hear a big splash at the bottom. Yes, it's time to go, gentlemen. Yep, it's time to go. <laughs> uh, only one problem, gentlemen. His guests are going to wonder where he is. They knew he went outside. We're outside. I don't know about you, but... Oh, we can't, we can't just leave him down there with that thing. Oh, no, 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 we do, can't. Everybody do a listen roll. Ah, uh, seventy-nine fail. Right. Forty-two succeed. Forty-four is a fail. Okay, Doctor Jeffrey, as you guys, as you guys are standing there for a moment talking, um, uh, Jeffrey, uh, uh, Doctor Winters, you hear the crunch of gravel uh, coming up behind you, and as you turn, um, it's uh, Mister Wayland, and he says, "Ah, oh, gentlemen, um, is everything all right?" Sanity time. Yeah, that's another sanity. All right. I passed. I don't know how I'm passing. I failed. I assume I drop another point. I'll just say drop another point if you make it and drop two points if you fail. All right. 
You guys are getting kind of used to the fact that something really freaking weird is going on. I've lost at least five sanity in the space of the whole game. You have to do it all, all at once. Yeah, it's oh, yeah. it's five points all at once. If you if you lose a fifth of your total, your starting total in one right. day, then you go indefinitely insane. Okay. You, you guys yeah. also notice that the temperature has dropped considerably. Oh, well, it is May, but we do have jackets, fortunately. Um, what time does my watch say? I'm assuming I've got a watch. Yeah. Your watch says uh, 7 p.m. And the lights is matching up with that? Pretty yeah. much, yeah. Yeah, I said we, we, we've lost. But, we've seen but your memory time. isn't matching up with Yeah. That's... Gentlemen, why don't you come back inside? Uh, it's getting rather chilly out tonight. Mm. Oh, didn't we hear you say that the delivery people have uh, oh. left? Yes, they'll be on their way. They'll, they can drive. Um, uh, although I do hear that there might be some snow tonight. It's a little late in the year, wouldn't you say? Yeah, for snow, Very. especially, yes. Yeah, yes. Sometimes it's far up north we get snow, even as late as uh, early June. Uh, I've heard that. Uh, mm. What are these um, These other two buildings um, here around the house there in the... Well, that's the garage where the, the rolls is. And that over there is the mausoleum where my oh, wife is yeah. buried. Sorry to I'd like to see it. it. It's actually rather lovely. It's all made out of marble and it's uh, got some sculptures on the sides of it. Oh, I, I, uh, yeah. I think yes, we, can, please. we can make it over there before it gets oh, yes. dark. I'll um, sort of lean over to uh, Joseph as we're walking along um, and just whisper to him, look for any symbols on the mausoleum. All right. Um, so you get to the mausoleum, and it looks like it's a circular building, uh, very much like you would expect. Uh, I don't know if you, uh, I don't know, Zane, if you know what the Jefferson Memorial yeah. looks like. Uh -huh. Looks kind of like the Jefferson Memorial, but a lot smaller. Yeah, I was gonna, uh -huh. yeah. yeah. Um, there is a, uh, a gate on the front of it, and uh, you can see through the gate that in the center of this, it, it, it's still it's open to the air on all sides mm -hmm. uh, with columns going up. And then it steps down a couple of steps. And then there are a couple of um, what would be sarcophaguses, you know, uh, for the, the people. And uh, on one of them is a carving, a full length carving on the top of the sarcophagus of a woman. Uh, now, of course, it's all white marble, um, but she looks like she's laying there asleep. And on the one next to it um, is a very similar carving, except of a man and spot hiddens. Um, 56 is a pass. No. Hot pass. Um, 15, okay. Uh, For the 25. passes, the man is definitely August Wing. Oh, well. Uh, Wayland. Wayland. <laughs> it's 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 August Wayland. Um, you can also see that there are other places 
uh, where there are little doors that would be other places to put bodies um, in case the family got bigger. Uh, he says, yes, it's, it's really lovely. It costs quite a bit to, to have made, but you know, my wife deserves <coughs> such a thing. Yes, it's very, very beautiful. Uh, it's very cold tonight. Yes, just just a little bit. I, I I will like kind of step in as kind of look around, but I'll look at the uh, the sarcophagi to see if there are any All right. carvings and scratches or markings. All right, do a spot hidden for me. But um, Joseph, do a listen roll as well. Okay, I have this. Spot hidden is a failure. I got a pass on the spot hidden. But the listen is an 11, which is a hard success. Okay. My spot hidden is a success. Um, those of you who passed your spot hidden, you don't see anything. Uh, there, there are some biblical phrases that are carved into the, the uh, top of the dome and stuff like that. Um, but Professor uh, Higgins, as you're sort of looking around the sarcophagi, can hear scratching on the inside of the lid of Evangeline Whalen's sarcophagus. Like there's somebody inside trying to claw their way out. Sanity roll. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nope. 89. Can take can do a 1D4. One. Well, gentlemen, please come back inside. Rejoin us. Uh, it's warm inside. It's very cold out here. Um, and as he says that, you see little light flurries of snow start to come down around. Oh. Are you all right, Higgins? Yes. Are you okay? <laughs> oh, oh, I'm. Yes, sorry. This, I just. Uh... A little bit of a little bit of reflection here. Uh, we're all going sense. to end up. We're all going to end up dead at some point. Uh, yes, yes, it's very, very true. And I'll, yes. I'll start walking out, but I'll whisper to Winters and Milo. I can hear scratching in her sarcophagus. Hmm. Um, you do notice that there is a epitaph on the side of her coffin that does list her date as about 32 years ago if she gave if she died giving birth to Veronica right okay so uh, Wayland yes uh, we couldn't help but notice the uh, little um, charum as a player, I'm ignorant as to what that word is still. Um, Karim. 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 The Karim in your library. I don't know what that is. Are, are you referring to uh, like uh, uh, the uh, Magic Square, Aleister Crowley stuff? Yes. In yes. The, uh, oh, you were looking at some of the, you were looking at some of our books. Yes. Yes, in the, in the, in the carving, in the lectern. Uh, very carving interesting. in the lectern? Yeah, in the eagle, on the eagle. I don't know what you're talking about. Hmm. Oh. Well, gentlemen, it's very cold. Let's go inside. 
Yes, 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 yes. Right, so you start walking back. I look at the other two. Okay, go ahead. This time, as you're walking back, uh, because you're over by the mausoleum, you follow another little path uh, that heads back to the house on the side. And you enter the door, not, not the front door, uh, but you enter a little side door uh, that goes into what looks like uh, it, it's a, it's a mid-room. Uh, the room is, is fairly empty. Uh, if any of you have, um, let's see, architecture, uh, if you have just, um, I don't know, general knowledge of uh, history, that, that works yep. fine. History. history, okay. Like I have anthropology. And I archaeology. have very good yeah. history. <laughs> um, success in history, regular success. Okay. Um, hard pass. Fourteen is a hard pass. Um, you can sort of see as you're coming up that there are two parts of the house. Um, uh, as you're as you're as you're walking up, the main house is to your right. And to the left is a smaller, much less ornate uh, on the outside building. And there's a little building in between that connects the two of them. Hmm. And as you go in, uh, the first thing you notice is that the floor here is cement. And from the shape of the doors and things like that, what your guess is, is that there was a main house and a servant's quarters that were once separated. And then they built uh, a room on the cement in between the two. So that's what you're going into. And it looks like they're using it mostly as storage. There are some pieces of furniture and there's things like that. But uh, when you make an immediate uh, right-hand turn uh, and go through a door, you are coming into... Uh, yes, you are you are stepping into the kitchen. Uh, as you come into the kitchen, you see uh, 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 Rosemary, and she's standing over a couple of big cooking pots uh, that she's got on the stove. The kitchen is very nice. Uh, it looks like they've upgraded to the most modern equipment they have. There's actually a refrigerator. Um, there's a big block table in the center where they you can see that there are um, the remnants of vegetables, uh, you know, the husk from onions and the tops from carrots and things like that. And you can smell uh, what smells like a wonderful soup uh, that's being cooking on the stove. Uh, you can hear it boiling and, and she's stirring it. And uh, as she, she sees you, she greets you, but she's busy. So she goes back to cooking. And Wayland's like, we can just, you know, go through the kitchen. Uh, you can see there are a couple of doors, probably to other storage rooms, and there's definitely a pantry there uh, that's, that's over there. Uh, I would like you all to do POW rolls as you pow? pass. POW? As you pass through the kitchen. That's a failure. 14, pass. Let's see. Uh, I'm not going to my POW. 
Oh, well, that's a pass, a regular pass. Okay. Um, Professor Higgins walks first, and as he walks, everything seems lovely and normal. Um, but Milo and Jeffrey, when you get about halfway through the kitchen, you feel almost as if there is this creeping shadow behind you. And out of the corners of your eyes, it seems like everything in front of you is normal, but just in the periphery of your vision, it looks like the kitchen is in horrible disrepair, that the tiles on the walls are cracked, that the tables are rusted and water damaged, um, and that there's pots on the stove, but they look old and dented. Um, right. But you can't, you can't see it directly. If you turn and look. It looks fine, yeah. And there are cobwebs. You're sure there are cobwebs in, in the corners of your eyes when you try to look. Um, I think that you're so freaked out at this point, you don't necessarily need to do any more sanity rolls at the moment. But if you want to lose a point, you can. Uh, just, uh, Professor Higgins is completely uh, uh, doesn't notice this at all. And uh, you actually come out of the kitchen and you go into the dining room. And you can see that the dining room is beautifully set. All of the uh, uh, all of the tableware is out. Uh, there are napkins. There are candles um, in in candelabras on the table and around the room. All of which are lit and are burning brightly. Uh, there's a fire in the fireplace. Everything seems warm and uh, inviting. And you can hear laughter from the other room, from uh, the lounge. How much, like, the voices, the laughter of the voices. Mm -hmm. Can you gauge about how many people it is? Or does it all just suspiciously sound like the same person laughing a whole lot? Sounds like copies of the same person. Maybe five. You're passing the phone by any chance on our way back. Have we been Are you heading left? for the lounge? I think yeah. where the phone is. It's in the hallway on the way to the lounge. Okay, we'll head that direction, but I want to stop up the phone. Yeah. I'm looking at Milo and I'm going as I go over. Kitchen, you didn't see what I saw, did you? Out of the corner of your eye. Yes. I, I think uh, it's almost like the veil of whatever's over this house is there's like breaks in it and we can sort of see mm -hmm. truly here. Jeremiah is suddenly there. Gentlemen, is everything all right? Can I get anything for you? Oh, can I, uh, can you lead me to a phone? Oh, sure. Right here. It's in the hallway. And he takes you right over to it. Well, thank you all. I'll, I'll leave you to it. And he, uh, he thank walks you. away. He walks away. Um, you see him go 
uh, down and into the lounge. The lounge, how, how visible is the lounge to the stairs upstairs? It's right outside the door. Yeah, Dan, that's what I thought. It's across the hall, but up, you know. Yeah. I don't know about you, Milo, but I'm thinking that we probably should have walked back. Well, that's, I mean, no one's watching us now. Joshua, Joseph makes this call. I think possibly we might try and make a headway back to back to the car. It might be worth trying to just walk back. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you. So we'll, we'll wait here. for We're waiting in the hallway with Josh, Joseph. All right. Um, Joseph, you pick up the phone and there's a dial tone. Uh, uh, what do you do? You probably have to call the operator. Operator, yeah, that's what I'm trying, I'm trying to reach an uh, operator. You call the operator. The voice is operator. Uh, hi, I would like to reach the um, Harmon's grocery store in uh, that town. That um, town. Yeah. All right. Uh, yes, just one moment, please. Uh, there's a few moments, and then uh, there's a, a voice on the other phone. Uh, Harmon's grocery store. What can I do for you? Uh, hi, I'm just trying to check on a, a status on a delivery uh, to the Wayland estate. Uh, the status on uh, the Wayland, uh, that's already left. Did you need to add something to the order? Uh, no, no, no. Just just wanted to, um, just wanted well, to left, see where that was at. They left a while ago. Uh, they should be there soon. Okay, uh, Perfect. Thank you so much. Of course. And the phone clicks. Uh, Joseph. Uh, okay. Now I'm going to ring again uh, to the operator and ask uh, for a, a mechanic in that town. Oh, you're looking for a mechanic. Uh, just a moment, please. I have... Um, uh, uh, the Umbra uh, rep uh, mechanic. Um, let me connect you. Oh, thank you. Uh, it rings and it rings and it rings. Um, and then there's finally an answer. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, 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 this is mechanic. What can I do for you? Uh, yeah. Hi. Uh, my fellow travelers uh, and myself, we are, uh, we were heading to Canada, but our car has run out of gas. Um, oh, just... he ran out of gas? You should order some from uh, Harmon's. They can bring it out to you. Okay. Oh, excellent. Um... Um, what, did you want me to come out? Is there something wrong with your car? Well, we, we're a bit worried if there's anything, if there's a leak or some kind of problem, we'd... Uh, it was so suddenly we're out of gas so just uh we would like it looked at well where are you located you said you're you're uh, i'm calling from uh wayland estate the wayland near, estate on the road uh near there uh just well, south it's, of it's 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 a property. little late but i'll 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 run on over there i'll uh, uh be there in about uh 20 minutes oh thank you so much and he hangs up the phone all right well, let's go back to the car gentlemen yeah. so we'll, we'll go we're not going to go out the front door we'll go out the back to avoid 
You're going to go out the one that you came in? Yes. Okay. Uh, I was just going to go out the nearest door, but... <laughs> yeah. Got to walk past the lounge to get there. It's probably so. the nearest door. Um, yeah. All right. So you walk back down the hall, and uh, you're going to go through the kitchen. Um, just as you get to the kitchen, uh, something seems very strange. Um, you get to the kitchen, and you step inside, and you you notice... Um, it, it looks like Rosemary is still standing in the same spot that she was when you left. And she's still sort of mechanically stirring the pot like nothing at all has changed in her movements since you were in here five minutes ago. Um, she seems to be staring at the wall. That's nice. Uh, yeah, let's, door. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, you go back to the little uh, cement floored uh, room between their two uh, residences, and the door won't open to the outside. You can see out the window, and it looks like it's snowing. Can I open the window? Uh, yes, the window will open. All right. I'm going to open the window and, and try and climb out. Okay. Um, do a do a constitution roll. Okay. Con's okay. Um, that's a... I will spend the three luck to pass. Okay. Um, you're going to climb out the window? It's on the it's it's on it's on the single floor, right? Yeah, it's a single floor, right? It's and it's like beneath. I've opened the window. Maybe four beneath. feet down to the ground. Yeah, but that's fine. All right. So you climb out, and it's very cold. Um, there's snow coming down. Um, you manage to hop down to the ground, and just as you do, uh, this blast of freezing cold air starts to hit you. Um, it, it's, it's, it's making your lips numb. Um, and, uh, despite the fact you have a jacket on, uh, the cold seems to be eating its way right through to your, to your body. Um, you take, try to take a couple of steps into the snow and the snow seems deep and heavy. And, um, you suddenly start to think that if you try to make your way out into this, it'll, you'll die. It'll be a blizzard. Wow, it's that bad. Jesus. Um, and it's also pitch black outside. Uh, Except I'll for the light my, from the house, actually. Shining I'll make out. my way back and um, try and climb it back up. I try to help him up. All right. What's the matter, Milo? I thought you were going it, to... Look, it's, uh, this, I know this is going to sound crazy, gents, but it, look, it, there's like an un, unearthly force of, of, of cold out there. Like no, it's 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 worse than a blizzard. Like it's come out of absolute nowhere. It's pitch black, and and it's it feels it feels like the snow is up to my waist, even though it's not. Um, it's like trying to drag lead. I'll shut this. I'll shut the window. Um, 
there's definitely something off here. It's almost like this house doesn't want the house isn't letting us leave. Doors won't open. We know that door it, opened. What if it's not the house? We just saw but, our our host get dragged down a well by some unearthly creature, and then we turned around and he was there again. Yeah, I know. That's it's it's all strange. I mean, we've all seen it. Jeremy suddenly comes up behind you. Gentlemen, is there anything I can help you with? Um, anything you need? Uh, I'm just how many of the guests have arrived for this evening? Oh, I'm not really counting, uh, but uh, Lester Goodman's here. Oh, oh, excellent. Anybody else? Well, there's Lester Goodman, and um, I believe Lester Goodman's also here, and Lester Goodman. Um, Five or six in all, I believe. It's sometimes it's difficult to count them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, is there anybody else besides Lester Goodman expected tonight? Oh, oh yes, of course. Um, I believe that Lester Goodman's going to be here. Also, okay. Yes, and also possibly Lester Goodman. How how long is it uh, till dinner? Well, let's go ask Rosemary and see how she's doing. And you step into the kitchen and Rosemary is still there doing this. Rosemary, um, how long until dinner? And she turns and she looks at him and she says, there's something I can't remember. And he's like, uh, my dear, um, we have guests for dinner. When, when is dinner? And she says, oh, uh, just within a few, uh, maybe 15 minutes, we'll be ready. And she starts humming a little tune, and she walks over, and she goes into the pantry to get something. I'm going to look to Winters. Mm. And he says, don't mind my wife. She, uh, she's not always that perceptive. If, if, if there's anything that you need, um, can I get you something to drink? I'm I'm fine. Um, yeah, I'm fine. Yes. Um, yes, I'm I'm quite all right, thank you. All right. Well, perhaps you can go back and join the others in the lounge. Right. Otherwise, make yourself at home. Um, feel free to uh, enjoy uh, the house, and uh, you know, there's nothing off limits except. Uh, upstairs bedrooms well uh, i i might um uh the, i might go have a look at the view from upstairs it must be uh, quite lovely i won't go to the bedrooms but i'm i'm sure there's a window up there that i can view yes out. there's one down at the end of the hall that you can look yeah, out of right. uh, how does that sound to you gentlemen yes that sounds <clears throat> very nice shall we go um joseph yeah yeah, yeah uh I look into the pantry. Um, Dr. Winters to a spot hidden for me. I'm going to regret this. <laughs> 17. So that's a hard yes. success. All right. As you look into the pantry, you suddenly notice that um, the maid, uh, she is slumped against the wall and standing over her 
attack is sort of attacking her silently is this white dressed blue skinned thing uh, you can see that she has enormous sharp greenish nasty teeth and that she's biting into rosemary's neck and uh, rosemary's blood is squirting and going all over the floor you can do a sanity roll. oh yeah yeah oh no nope it's time for me to blow a roll 1d4. Okay. Surprises, not more. Three. Right. Um, you leap back. Um, the others, you see him do this. And uh, as he leaps back and in what seems to be horror, um, Rosemary comes walking out of the pantry with a couple of cans of things in her hand and she goes over and she starts opening the cans. Do I make another sanity check? Is it's no, because you're in the middle of that sanity check. Right. So that's all part of Winters. The uh, Jeffrey, Jeffrey, are you okay? Uh, I think I'll talk to you guys upstairs. All right. It's oh, not yeah. exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. the place to talk about this. No, I was kind of curious what was in the basement oh. myself. Well, that I was. Well, the reason I want to go upstairs is because possibly we want to go to the exact place they don't want us to go. The only place they've told us not to go. True, true, true. As we head upstairs, we go, all right, what I saw in the pantry, gentlemen, was the cook being attacked by the lady from the well with big, large teeth and blood gushing all over the place as she bit into her. And then all of a sudden, she comes walking out. I'm stunned. It was like what we saw with uh, Wayland at the well. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's, I'm sorry there. I didn't want to say anything in front of you know, her or the, um, the, uh, the servant, but you know. There's obviously something because we've seen Wayland himself get killed and then he's come back. We saw uh, this list of good men. We've got at least six copies of him. The butler keeps popping up out of absolutely anywhere. The maid is being attacked by this woman that keeps appearing. The only person we haven't seen again is the daughter. True, true. Um, well, let's go upstairs and check it out then. Yeah. I must admit, I don't, you know, I'm concerned for our safety now. As I don't well. know. It might as be well. better to face the cold and the, and you know, than it, the, it was, what's going on here. It was an unnatural cold. Like it was, it was this. It's like you said. It was like the house. It was like the, there was something that was stopping. If we went out, we would die. Unless we can find a lot of extra padding and clothing, we we're not going to survive it out there. Yes, I I agree with you. There might be some extra, you know. Even the blankets wrapped around us might Something. give us some protection. But this right. this place is giving me the heebie-jeebies. <clears throat> Keep your wits, gentlemen. Keep your wits. Okay. Um, as you leave that, and you're you're now going to be heading back down the hallway uh, towards the stairs, uh, the party 
has sort of spilled out into the hall, into the, the hallway itself. So you see at least three Lester Goodmans um, that are laughing and talking to themselves. Uh, you can hear that there's people in the lounge and the library. And, and all Lester's, right? All Lester's. Uh, and you see, well, you do see Jeremiah walking back and forth. And you see Rosemary um, uh, passing out um, coffee and, and tea, and things like that. And it suddenly occurs to you that Rosemary is back mm -hmm. there. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's yeah. what I was thinking immediately, even before you said that. Okay. There's enough strange things going on. I don't know if I would be shocked by that at this time point. No, we we know we're hallucinating or something. Yeah. Yeah. You we'll also see Mr. Wayland, and he's chatting with a couple of Lesters. Are we seeing the daughter? Um. No, you don't see the daughter at the moment. Yeah. Let's yeah. go upstairs. Also, we knew she was covered in dust. Um. Everybody do luck rolls. Um, I passed the 12. All right, pass. Regular pass. 39, which is a regular pass. You all passed? Yeah. All right. You actually manage to get through the crowd without any of them engaging you. Um, it's not like they, they, they're not a few of them that don't say, Oh, hey, you know, like this when you walk by, but you manage to get past them. As you get to the stairs, uh, you do notice that Veronica um, is at the top of the stairs at the, the balcony. And um, she's standing there uh, looking down the stairs. And uh, Lester is standing next to her and she's, she's having an animated sort of funny conversation. Now, the conversation of what's going on around you, you first, it's the first time you really start to notice that they're all talking about uh, various uh, types of magic and uh, especially old books and uh, things that you can find from the 14th and 15th century and books they've consulted, books they've looked into. Uh, you might even hear a few forbidden um, mentions of books that everybody would like to read, but they're not easy to get a hold of. Um, one book uh, that keeps coming up is one uh, called uh, uh, the, 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 the Treaty of the Mage Abramelin uh, uh, you, you've probably all heard of this text. It's a 15th century German text. Um, it's, it's kind of in line with some of the things that, you know, Aleister Crowley and, and the Golden Dawn would use uh, and things like that. And that it contains a rather long ritual uh, that is uh, meant to do something. You're not exactly sure if you can remember. Um, everybody do listen rolls. Oh, critical success. Uh, or extreme, I mean, extreme 05. Uh, file. Failure. Okay. Extreme success. Dr. Dr. Winters, 
Um, you you hear Wayland mention that uh, Veronica uh, is preparing to uh, do this uh, what what's called the Abramelin uh, operation, uh, which is a ritual. And he says it's going to be quite extensive. It's going to take her 18 months to do this entire ritual. Um, and she's going to have to be sequestered and she's going to have to do all that. We've been preparing for some time. I tried, uh, I tried to do it myself, but uh, it was a failure. And um, I don't exactly remember why it failed, but uh, she's going to attempt it now and see if if it's possible. And you're hearing this as you're walking through the, the crowd. Hmm. So you've gotten now to the, the foot of the stairs. What would you like to do? All right, I mentioned to the other two what I just heard. And they probably have heard of this as well. Uh, I guess you could all do occult rolls to see if it, if it sparks a memory. Nope. I got, I got a regular pass. Um, I got a regular pass as well. Okay. The two of you have heard of it. Um, <clears throat> supposedly it's a, a long drawn out, very difficult ritual. Um, takes 18 months. And that the, the culmination of it is that you are able to make contact with your guardian angel. And that you are then able to commune with your guardian angel and learn some of the secrets of the universe, uh, including how to bind demons so that they can no longer influence your life. Uh, at that point, you actually become a, a true magician. Hmm. Remember the, um, the, the, the Bible verse we found that spoke of everlasting life and and guardians mm -hmm. and and that sort of stuff. Well, putting well. putting putting I mean cherubim over the tree of yeah. life. Yeah. Well, what if uh, if they're trying to bind some kind of entity, um, some metaphysical construct? Um, mm. Perhaps those the karam uh, that we've seen or cherubim. Uh, that we've seen um, have something to do with that. I mean, mm -hmm. prison, mm. an obstacle. Uh, we seem to be a bit trapped here, so I wonder if some defacing is in order. Yeah. Mm, maybe as if you're saying, like, that's the... Okay. Yeah, in fact, I was thinking that maybe if we... Unless that's the only thing keeping us from being run over or by that but i don't know i mean we seem trapped here yeah yeah um, i'm wondering if that if we carved out using the magic numbers the word freedom i'm not sure we have to go that far but yeah uh, well, let's um, check out wayland comes over to where you guys are standing and he says gentlemen are you enjoying yourselves i don't see that you don't have any uh drinks or uh or uh, cigars. Well, I had a cigar earlier. I just I'm trying to lay off the sauce here. We're just uh, enjoying uh, uh, looking around your your lovely home. We're just uh, and, and admiring the uh, the architecture and the the beautiful art you have. 
Oh, well, thank you. Um, he starts to explain some of the, the buildings and when the building was constructed and all of that, and um, who some of the artists are. Um, he says, you know, that tonight we're, uh, we're sort of celebrating. Uh, my daughter is going to be attempting the Abramelin uh, operation. Are you familiar at all? Oh, I'm, I'm familiar yes. that it takes, uh, yeah, that's a great uh, investment of time. Well, we've mm -hmm. been preparing the upstairs for a while. Um, I myself attempted the uh, the Abramelin, uh, but for some reason, nothing happened. And <laughs> I, uh, it's so much time to invest and so much work. We've prepared the upstairs, you see, for specifically for that reason. Um, it's. It, it requires uh, complete sequestering. You don't you don't interact with people. You have to study uh, religious and religious and uh, magical texts. You have to perform certain rituals on a daily basis. Um, no alcohol. Uh, certain things you're allowed to eat and certain things you aren't allowed to eat. It's quite involved, mm. and all the preparation and everything. So it was very disappointing when it didn't work for me. Um, something seems to have gone wrong. And he suddenly looks vacant. Yes, I, I here, um, I, I think Lester was gonna let me try one of his Cuban cigars in the library or here, but come with oh, me. Oh, well, let's join, to... let's join Lester in the library. Yeah. And uh, you both walk into the library. Uh, he says, um, you know, there's, uh, there's a great many uh, esoteric works that are worth reading, uh, a great many religious. It's very interesting that so many religions have the same basis in the, in the, the background of them. Yes, it's a very interesting thing for a human culture to have... Um you know, develop these similar kind of concepts about, you know, transcending physical desire to achieve a kind of enlightened spiritual state. It's very common uh, theme, which I find uh, quite fascinating with the human condition. He suddenly looks at you and he says, I can't seem to remember much after my daughter came home. Yes, the maid seems to be forgetting things too. If we're in the library, I, I want to go after that symbol with my pocket knife. Okay. Uh, me and Jeffrey prison. Have, have slipped upstairs while he's gone. Oh, they've the abandoned me. Oh, that's great. All right. <laughs> well, we used the distraction. <clears throat> um, do a luck roll. I, I mean, to, uh, uh, Dr. Higgins, Professor Higgins. Oh, okay. I mean, okay, 47's a pass. Okay. Um, nobody's actually right uh, in front of the statue. Uh, and once again, the statue is now facing back out the window. Um, but there are, there are two Lesters, one on either side of it, standing there chit-chatting with each other and and laughing. 
um, it might be a little awkward to, you, you are going to have to walk up, turn that thing around. I was talking about the one in the library. Oh, I'm sorry, you're in the library. Same yeah. thing. Yeah, same, <laughs> same thing, there are lusters. There are lusters on either either side of it, chit chat. Oh, so he's got a, he's now in a room full of a bunch of people. As well. Hey, hey, so I'll call the second copy of the maid over. Um, okay. And she comes over and she says, Ah, yes, uh, dinner will be ready in about two minutes. Oh, excellent. Hey, Lester and Lester. Yes. Have you tried this coffee? Oh, yes. Her coffee is, is legendary. I don't know. I think that this this uh, this particular batch, you've got to try it. The the balance of the cream and the sugar. like. Did she put any different. of those special herbs in it? And one of them takes the coffee and dresses just like this. And he says, nope, don't taste anything weird. And he laughs. And he says, man, you, you look... You look very disconcerted. Is there every, is everything okay? And Jeremiah suddenly comes up behind you and he says, "Sir, is everything all right?" Oh, oh, everything's everything's just fine. This is this is just excellent. I'll take them coming over to kind of position myself over by that statue and okay. Start. <laughs> all right. So you go over there and you uh, you very quietly. Uh, start doing that. Do a pick uh, up a book, kind of look at it. Do a do a stealth roll for me. <gasps> Twenty one. I'm going to spend one point of luck. <laughs> okay. uh, um. All right. So uh, you start to dig into it, and it's lead, so it's fairly soft. Mm -hmm. Um. Are you going to do like just a crisscross over it, or? Yeah, disrupt the straight lines, like okay. swirl so it you, around. You start doing it. that, and um, you're you're doing your best to be completely stealthy. Uh, but one of the Lesters across the room, sitting in one of the wing chairs, uh, you suddenly realize he's looking right at you. And when you do it, he gets this big smile on his face and he goes and winks at you and then he goes back to smoking his cigar um all right the two of you uh you go up the stairs and you are now walking towards veronica and lester and um yeah. she's like oh gentlemen uh how very nice uh, we haven't had much of a chance to speak um are you also, uh, I know the church is here because your car broke down, uh, but uh, do you have any interest in the occult? Oh, I, yeah, I come across it occasionally in my, uh, my teachings of, the, of history at Miskatonic. My father said that you were all teachers at Miskatonic. I'm surprised I didn't take any of your classes. Yes, I'm surprised as well. I'm one of the um, teachers of psychology. Uh, well, I didn't take psychology. I did take philosophy. Um, I teach history. Um, but perhaps I we just man I didn't get your class, uh, Mr. Mm -hmm. uh, Higgins, Professor Higgins. Um, it's a shame. Uh, it's it's very interesting. Did my father tell you that I'm uh, going to be performing the uh, Abramelin uh, yes. operation? Yes, he did. Yes. Sounds quite exciting. Well, I'm uh... not sure it's exciting, but it's 
definitely grueling and difficult to to manage. It's been a long, uh, long couple of months then. Eighteen months, yes. There was uh, there was a mistake in a previous. Uh, we had a uh, another translation from the German, and it said six months, which was quite incorrect. Um, oh, is that the that's the one your father performed? Yes, exactly. And he wasn't able to. He didn't realize at the time that it was a mistake, and since then we've we've corrected it. But you know. Uh, I would uh, love love to see the the um, the translation that you yourself are currently using. Oh, well, um, yeah, that could be quite interesting. I could uh, I could show that to you, sure. Uh, please, you know uh, now. And she she turns around and she says this, and then she points at the bottom of the door, and when when she does that. You notice that there's something white, uh, and, and it, it, it kind of yellowish white, all over at the bottom of the door. You suddenly realize that there is beeswax that has been poured on the ground and under the door to seal the door, hmm. and that it's sealed. And she says, "This, this is my oratory," and. Uh, we can't go in there. That's that's specifically for when I'm doing the ritual. Mm. Um, besides, it would make a mess if we did. Um, but I can show you. I'll take you to my bedchamber, mm -hmm. uh, which I have a number of. I have the text there, if you'd like to look at it. Yes. Um, yes. Yes. That would be quite exciting. It's a. It's a. Um, it's one that that was rather difficult to uh, obtain understand there's not very many from the 15th century how did you obtain it oh, well my daddy has money uh, and mm. uh it took took quite a lot of searching but uh, you know money talks yeah that's true it, it also opens the way to finding things uh so she takes you down the hallway and she opens up the door and she points to the other side there's another door and she says that that is also off limits because it's been prepared for part of the ritual. Mm -hmm. um, so how are you going to get in? Well, in the ritual, when the time comes, I'll be able to break the seal. I'll be allowed ah. to break the seal. But for now, it's prepared. It's ready. Uh, but once the seal is broken, then that that part of the ritual begins. She says, in there, we've covered the floor in sand, uh, thus the, uh, the wax. Uh, and uh, when the ritual comes to its climax and I'm able to uh, summon and bind demons, yeah. I write the symbols in the sand with a magic wand, mm, you yeah. see. So she opens up her door and you step inside <clears throat> and um, there's a, you know, a, a big four poster bed and a desk and she takes you over to the desk and you can see that she has, it's a large desk. She has a number of uh, books on the table. Uh, what she has, you can see almost immediately since you guys are all familiar with these kind of things. 
you can see that she has um, she has an actual Torah in scroll form in bound in silver. Um, that's you know you've probably seen them in pictures uh -huh. of Jewish temples. Um, she has a Bible which looks like a Septuagint. It's the big LXX, mm -hmm. all in Greek, and she has a Koran, leather bound, and that's in Arabic. Uh, and then she has the book, uh, a, a book called uh, The Book of Sacred Magic of Abramelin the Mage. Uh, and she says, this is a Mathers translation. It's bound in red. Uh, it's a hardback book and it's written in English. She says, this was the culprit that caused the original problem. Uh -huh. But we can't figure out exactly why it didn't work. Um, and then the, the next one she picks up is uh, uh, Das Buch Abramelin, uh, bound uh, handwritten manuscript, um, and it's in dense Gothic script uh, in uh, uh, early New High German. Um, and you is, understand this, is, this? This is the one. Oh, yes, I speak German quite fluently. Oh. High German yeah. is not an easy language to understand, especially the Gothic. Indeed not. And then, uh, uh, and she says, "Those, this is just our journals. You know, we we want to keep a good record of everything that we do, and so forth." Um. Uh, so here, if you'd like to look at it, uh, you can actually purchase a Mathers edition. Um, it's, it's easier to find, but this this is the actual German, um, hand copied. Beautiful, beautiful. And she shows you inside. It looks like she explains that it's divided into three parts. Uh, the first part of the book kind of tells the story of how uh, this person received the magical tomes and so forth. The middle part of the book is the ritual and, and all of the details. And then the final part of the book is all kinds of magical symbols and squares, which once you've completed the ritual, you can then use these to bind the demons. So um, you, need to, you need to bind the demon then? Well, the idea is that you call your, your uh, guardian angel mm -hmm. and the guardian angel imparts to you all of this knowledge uh, of the universe and including how exactly to bind the demons. And then you bind the demons in such a way that they can no longer influence your life. So you become a pure human being and then you can accomplish actual, what, what appears to be magic. Um, if, if everything in this is correct, then I should be able to fly. I should be able to uh, transport myself from one place to another. I should be able to affect nature. I should become like, and you realize the, the ritual is, it's about purification. You know, everything has to be done on a certain day. One has to follow all of the traditional fasting rules and, and so forth in order to accomplish this. It's very, very. Um, and do you say that you, the, you, you and your father are both used journals through this whole process well yes um 
that's an important part of it. One has to, you know, keep keep a record of what one's done. Um, but these are personal. And she puts her hands on them. Oh, of course. I, I would. I, I would never dream of. Uh, well, um, uh, Jeffrey, we should probably try and find uh, Higgins. I agree with you. We need to find him quickly. Uh, well, thank you so much for showing us um, all of this. It's a, it's fascinating. Like I, I only wish I, I'd had you as a student. You seem uh, very uh, astute, um, and um, it would have been a, a privilege to have taught you. Yes, yes. It's an unfortunate that the um, area of psychology missed such a rising star. Thank you very much. She says... Um, you said you were professors at the Miskatonic. Hmm. Funny, I don't really remember much of my college days. When did you graduate? Oh, I graduated uh, a few years ago. But um, I guess you've had your. Everything seems kind of difficult after that. I don't. I don't really well, perhaps your, remember. Your journals will will help. And as you look at her, she suddenly looks a little transparent. Like the trick of the light or what that you can sort of see the rest of the room through her. And she's like, all right, gentlemen. Well, why don't we go back to the party? Uh, after you, and I'll um, sort of uh, put my hand out to kind of uh, almost um, to let her go past. Um, and I, I want to kind of uh, sort of like almost brush her shoulder as, as, um, as she passes to make sure she's physically there. Okay. Do a... Feels oddly cold. Um, Dr. Winters, I want you to do an intelligence roll because it's something that you said a while back. Okay. That is just now starting to. All right. You. I actually made it a regular pass. Okay. When you were outside, you walked over to the well. You, you walked, you, you were walking with the others. And when, when Mr. Wayland had, had called you and asked, you turned back and you looked at the house. Um, the garden, there was nothing, you, you saw the garden looked odd, but there was something also odd and you, you couldn't quite put your finger on it, but it suddenly occurs to you what it was. You saw no smoke coming out of any of the chimneys in the house. I had mentioned that earlier. Yeah. As we were heading over there. But somehow you got distracted. You've, you never saw any smoke coming out of the chimneys. And you know there's fires in the fireplaces. In yeah. all the rooms. Right. 
Is is uh, Milo heading down with her yet, or? Yeah. No, I'll just let her pass me. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you're right there. Milo. Milo. Yeah. Remember, I made that statement as we were. I was looking towards the house to see if there was smoke coming out. Mm-hmm. And when I was outside at the well, when I looked back as he, as Mr. Wyland was coming over, the chimneys didn't have any smoke. Now. All the fireplaces in this place are going, have been going. Yeah, when we were outside, there was no smoke from the chimneys. She's, as, as she passed me, I, I brushed her shoulder. She's freezing. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? Should we break the seal? I, I mean, I want to have, a, I was going to have, have a look at those journals to sort of see why, uh, I'm, I'm concerned that maybe when her father did this... Gentlemen, failed. please. She's at the door. Mm. Uh, yes, yes, of course. Sorry. Mm. Uh, just uh, academic jargon where mm-hmm. he's coming up. Uh, we must go find Higgins. <laughs> yes, we must. All right. So you start heading down. Yeah. All right. Higgins. Um, you have damaged that uh, that thing nothing seems to happen no uh, no odd feeling or or anything um, except that uh, that Lester um, seems to think that it was amusing what you did mm-hmm. um, and so the party goes on and uh, as you guys are coming down the stairs, Rosemary says, uh, gentlemen, dinner is served. And everybody starts to walk into the other room. I hold back so that I can talk to Higgins and um, uh, Milo. Uh, let's, uh, we're just going to go um, uh, just freshen up. We're going to go back, wash our hands and things before dinner, if that's Of fine. course. Um, and so I'll lead the guys um, back to the water closet that I first went to so we can speak. All right. So you're walking back towards the water closet to speak. Yeah. All right. There's some odd stuff going here. I, I was mentioning to um, um, Garadex that um, that um, remember how I mentioned there had been I was wondering if this place had a chimney going when well, we were outside at the um, well when I looked back at the house, there's no chimneys going now. All the, the fireplaces are going. They were going on back then. There should have been smoke. Well, in the face of the, that prison symbol, it just hasn't seemed to do anything. But I am curious if their little um, ritual was more successful than they realized yeah, I'm wondering too, but they do have a text in German, Gothic, old Gothic German. Upstairs. Oh, I'd love to take a look at that. I could, I could read that. Um, well, it's upstairs. But if, yeah. if, if, if they are past them to to get up to get to the books. Well, I'm just going to start walking that way. Look, whatever, whatever has us here is pretty. It's pretty amused with itself. I, I'm curious if these people have been bound by something instead of the other way around. Yeah, I'm wondering if they're the ones that are in the prison. That's what I'm saying. Maybe if 
because she said that the father did it first and failed. What if he'd let something in? Oh, yeah, we're we're here too. I'm, but I want to look at that that German text, see what it's actually. What's I'm saying? Binding demons, but what if they, you know, you yeah. If you guys want to look at that, I'm gonna do. Uh, now where um this the the toilet, uh, so the water closet, um. Remind me again where that is in the hallway. It's literally across from the dining room. Right. Okay. So it's quite there. Um, you see, everybody's moving into the uh, uh, into the dining room and taking seats. Have I noticed any other? So, like, we had the eagle, we had the bust. Am I noticing any other kind of statues or? Like ornaments or, or things like that, where I think might have in there's any of my walking through. There's a lot of things in the yeah. house. Um, no, I mean not, not, not at all. Not so far. I mean, you've noticed things everywhere. Okay. Do an do an intelligence roll. Do an occult roll because it's an occult roll. This is religion. Uh, yes, that is going to be a hard. All right. Uh, it suddenly occurs to you that um, there's been, now, now that you've heard what sort of is going on, um, If um, if uh, you've heard mention of angels, yeah, and it starts going through your mind. You've also you read something about a cherubim. Okay. In the Bible, the cherubim are described as having six wings and four heads, and the four heads are a human head, an eagle's head, a bull's head. And a lion's head. Okay, so I'm looking for a bull and a lion. Um, but you're in the hallway. <laughs> if they're going to go up, they're going to go back upstairs. I'm going to kind of go to the back of the house and just start searching the rooms and making my way forward, looking for a an ox or um, or a bull. Sorry, a bull ox thing. Or and what was the other one? Um, a uh, an eagle, a bull, uh, a human, and a uh, lion, and a lion. So yeah, I'll start from the back and. Okay, well, when you uh, when you think about doing that, almost immediately, uh, Jeremiah is there, and he says, uh, "Please, gentlemen, uh, uh, dinner is uh, being served. Uh, there are places set for you." Ah, yeah, excellent. And I'll kind he's of kind like, of I, he's kind of ushering you. <laughs> uh, Jeremiah, uh, could could I could I have a word quickly? Of course, sir. Of course. And I'll sort of like lead him into the dining room a bit so that the other two can kind of get past me. Um, I was just wondering, um, how, you've been working for for uh, the Waylands for for years now. Oh um, yes, yes. Uh, so they've uh, been they've been very good to me. You know, they just recently sent me on a. A uh, small vacation. Um, oh, in oh, fact, excellent. it's the third vacation uh, this this year. 
third vacation. I yes. say, where, where did Quite. you go? Well, um, the first vacation they sent me on, it's actually, it's actually and not three times this year, it's been actually quite, quite large leaves. Uh, 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 Rosemary and I, the first one was a couple of years ago. Uh, it was, uh, uh, we had paid leave for uh, six months. Oh. And then after that, we had a paid leave for 18 months. Right. And then we've just gotten back from a second at 18 months. Uh, so there was a six leave. months and then an 18 months. And now there's another 18 months. Yes, that was the last one. We just got back uh, a while. Oh, just, how... just... And you, you, you stay, uh, you, you live here, obviously. Yes, we live in the guest house in the back. Oh, oh, lovely, lovely. Funny, I don't quite remember Where what you we went. did on our vacations, but they were lovely. Oh, I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure. Uh, well, uh, uh, just so, um, and then, uh, to, uh, whereabouts uh, am, am I, am I sitting? Um, right over there, sir. Um. But he suddenly seems a little disturbed, like something you said has made him think. And it seems very odd to him. Uh, but before we get to that, the other two, what are you guys doing? We went back upstairs. Yeah, I'm, I'm going after that German book. Okay. And you should probably open that, that sealed yeah. room. We've got it. Well, yeah, well what, what happens is... Uh, you start moving in that direction, and when you get to the uh, bottom of the stairs, uh, Jeremiah is standing there, and he says, "Gentlemen, uh, uh, dinner is being served. Please." Oh, I was, I just wanted to take a quick look at a at a German book that's upstairs, if that's all right. Oh well, that's uh, that belongs to the mistress. Please, no, yeah, no, no. She, she, she can show that. that to you afterwards. Uh, right, your dinner will get cold. Oh, of of course. Of course. Um, Professor Milo. Yeah. He looks disturbed for a moment. And as, as he does, um, you suddenly hear something coming down the hallway from the other, from the kitchen. Um, and it's growling. And as you turn to look, this woman in the white torn dress and everything with the long black hair and the nasty green teeth filed to points she comes running at jeremiah and sort of screeching and in that moment you're pretty sure that this is evangeline wayland from the central picture but right. she attacks um uh, Jeremiah and she's got long fingernails and she just starts clawing at him. Sanity roll. Does he react at all? Uh, yes, he uh, he's like, oh, oh, like this. And he falls to the ground and blood starts. 96. All right. 96. I think you can do a 1d4 plus 1. 1d4 plus 1. Let's, let's see. Let's see. And that's a four. Okay. 
Uh, so you leave that. She's literally tearing him limb from limb. Guts are coming out, and and he's he's struggling, but she's tearing him apart. And as you sort of turn to run away, um, you see Jeremiah ushering Professor uh, Higgins and Winters back down the hallway. And when you look back, there's nothing there in the hall. Mm -hmm. And did you lose four or five points? Four. He lost, he lost five. So I lost four plus the one. Oh, so, so you, did, you did lose five. Yeah. All right. Well, in that case, uh, roll an intelligence roll. Luckily, oh, no, luckily I don't. I've got very high intelligence. This is going to be uh, that's that's a pass. I got a forty. All right, one d one d eight. One d eight. I got a one. All right, um, uh, Professor Higgins and Professor Winters, uh, you see Milo just up ahead of you. He he jumps back. Uh, he hits the wall, and he just sort of slumps down. He faints. Okay. On the ground, th and I you don't know need... why. Yeah. Oh dear heavens! We got to Jer take him upstairs to one of the beds. Jeremiah's like, oh, oh dear. Uh, let's we'll take uh, him. Yeah, let's take him up. Well, we can take him and set him on the couch in the lounge. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes, yes. Let's let's yes, let's go let's do that. Him. Yeah, we'll keep him. We'll keep an eye on him. We oh, need dear. to take care of the guests. All right, and right. I will. I will so drag. he sort of helps you go in there and he, and helps you put Milo on the on the couch and then he says yes I, I'll I'll go to this yes I'll tell them you'll be with us in a few moments. Yes, yeah, right. I'll you. I'll bring you a wet towel. Oh, thank you. That's greatly appreciated. When he leaves, I'm going to go after the uh, symbol in the and yeah, bust. and I will I will stay with Milo to to cover. I say, or do you want me to go with you? I don't really like leaving Milo here by himself. No, oh, I'm this is still in the lounge. I'm not leaving the lounge. Well, let's okay. do a 1D10. A 1D10? Yeah, that's how many... Oh, I figured you were going to say how many stairs. minutes. Three. So three minutes you're going to be passed out. All right, Here, I'm yeah, sorry. I'll go up, I'll go up the stairs while he's gone. You you get rid of the symbol in this bust. Yeah, I, I get rid of the symbol on the bust. Okay. So... Professor Higgins, you go upstairs, and uh, Jeffrey, uh, you go into the bust. Uh, what do you do? You turn it around and yeah, I, I be, why, yeah, and scrape it. All right, um, you manage to do that, and nothing happens. All right. No, I did what I was supposed to. Now I take care of Milo. You okay, Milo? Milo. Right. So what it happened? takes Milo three minutes, but he finally sort of opens up oh, and uh, oh. Milo you remember what happened so you're oh god was it as bad as what I saw in the pantry it was oh. she was clawing and she is his inside she she ripped him open oh, oh. you were right there, there oh Jeffrey. my god we need to get out of here Jeffrey where's Joseph he went upstairs let's go come on all right all right uh Joseph, you head up to the top of the stairs, 
and uh, there are basically three rooms, two of which are sealed with wax. Um, so you can go into the bedroom where the books are. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna go find that German book they were talking about. Okay, uh, you find it and you begin to look at it. It is indeed an authentic um, handwritten copy of the Abramelin uh, text. Uh, start skimming through the ritual part, especially the whole binding the demons thing. Well, the book doesn't actually tell you how to bind demons. Supposedly, the angel will tell you that. Okay. You have to summon the angel, but it takes 18 months to do that. Or, uh, Okay. Um, I'll take this book with me, but I'm going to go open one of the sealed doors. Okay. Do you, let's see, do you go? I thought it would be clever to print on both sides. Um, Safe in paper. Uh huh. wee. I have done the same thing. Okay. Um, say left or right. Uh, left. Okay. So you go to the left door, and uh, you uh, the the seal uh, the 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 wax is there, uh, and the door opens inward, but uh, you have to kind of use some force to crack through the wax and get it to open. It seems like the entire uh, entire door has been sealed. Um, you push it open and the, uh, the, the floor in the room is completely covered in sand about two inches deep and in the center of the room, there is uh, what appears to be an altar. Uh, the entire room is composed of like blonde uh, cedar wood, uh, and it smells smells of like like wood. And there is a large lamp hanging from the ceiling, uh, very ornate, over the center of the table. And there's like a little closet over to one side. Uh, you can see that there are a number of uh, things inside of it. It looks like folded up garments uh, in gold and white. And uh, uh, maybe a number of uh, like shoe-sized, uh, shoebox-sized cases. Uh, this definitely looks like a room designed for a ritual. Um, it also looks like the sand has been very carefully raked um, to make it. Uh, you can see that there's, there's actually a rake, um, a ritual-looking rake. Like, like it looks like a Zen garden in here. Right. Um, 
and you can also see that there's another door and that other door leads into the other uh to the uh the other chamber that's also sealed that door is also sealed uh you can see from where the sand scraped away from the door when you opened it that all of the cracks in all of the wooden flooring have been sealed with wax as well. So what am I supposed to uh, looking looking at, at the book real quick? What is the whole like beginning of this ritual supposed to be? Oh, lots and lots of prayers and fasting and studying texts and uh, contemplating them and lots of self-discipline activities self-discipline very activities very traditional kind of a cult following activity. following lunar cycles and uh, all sorts of things uh, it has a very jewish sort of feel to the the rituals um and a key key of solomon-esque kind of well, yeah. In fact, you might have actually even seen uh, a copy of the Key of Solomon downstairs in the library. Lots of texts and things like that. Um, there's also a, a, a silver incense censer on the on the altar, um, and uh, the room vaguely smells of incense. I mean, given given that we're currently living in some kind of haunted madhouse, uh, I don't feel too too bad about disrupting this place and so i'm going to walk through and try to get go into the other room the other room all right by now the others have come up the stairs and they are peeking in the the door they see that you've opened it higgins higgins they've already done the ritual at least twice the butler, the butler, he 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 was sent on holiday for six months, then eighteen months, and then eighteen months again. They've done it. Why are they doing it again? And I'm gonna start opening the other door. Okay. Uh, the same situation. There's about two inches of pure white sand inside the room. Uh, but. There is the vague smell of decay in this room um, as it opens. And you can see, let's see, where is it? Uh, you can see that there is something lying on the ground over at one side. Um, the sand in here is also smooth, but it looks like there was some symbols being drawn in the sand. Uh, the thing lying on the other side of the room looks like a body. And There's it's, a body in here. And it's dressed in black. I, uh, um, I'm going to go, go over to, to Veronica's journals. Okay, just you're back gonna, in that room. Yeah, uh, while, while they're doing that. Yeah, and I'm, I'm following I'm Higgins, but I'm gonna, but I'm gonna grab the silver candelabra, assuming we're gonna need light. No, there's light in these rooms. So. Oh, okay, then I will keep on going. I will join Higgins. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna find the 
The All right. So you're going to go for there's the two journals. journals. Yeah. Can I go for the journals? All right. Um, uh, so Higgins and Winters, uh, I assume then you're walking over to where the body is. Yep. Right. All right. Uh, you see as you approach that the body is of a woman. Um, she seems to be dressed in clothing that would indicate that she was in mourning. It's black clothing, and it's it's fairly what you'd expect to see a woman in who is in mourning. And she has a two-foot-long piece of wood sharpened at one end and maybe about an inch wide on the other, like a stake. And it's it's driven right through her middle. And it seems suddenly obvious that she did this to herself. She purposefully held the thing here and then fell on it. Oh, oh my God. And she's rotting. Uh, it turns out seeing the having the truth of the universe revealed to you is not such a great thing for your mental state. Uh, I'm gonna no. I'm gonna take this out of her. Okay. Yeah. Um, do a do a history do an anthropology. Oh. No. I got some anthropology yeah. too. You do an occult role. That would work too. Okay, so if 42 is a pass on the occult, it's not enough for my anthropology. I got the anthropology. I just didn't get the occult. Okay. Oh, look at that. We're working together, team. We're... Con considering magic and rituals and things like that, you're pretty sure this is a magic wand, or at least that's it's used to draw the symbols mm -hmm. in the, the sand. And it looks like there was part of a, part of symbols sort of drawn in the sand. Uh I look at the sand. I gotta quickly not jot if I can jot down the symbols. It's it's incomplete, and she kind of fell on part of it. Mm. So, what do you think happened, Joseph? I mean, they they, they did this ritual to contact something. I well, guess, you know that, uh, do, and they it, didn't like what they what it showed her. Oh, anyway, that could be it. But is is stuck here. We're stuck here. You know, normally I might, might disagree with you, but considering all everything that we've seen here, I have to agree. There's the, uh, there's the spirit of the of the dead dead wife. There's this Lester Goodman who I yeah may multiple or may not be that thing toying with us. I don't know, but I'm taking this stick. And I'm going to flip to the very back of this German book and look at kind of what the symbols it talks about and what they mean. All right. I'll look around the room then. All right. Now I, I will look around the room and see what <coughs> else is there. There's not much else. Um, this, this definitely looks like the room where you would summon the demons and bind them. Looking at her, who does she look like? She's Veronica. So You're dead sure it's Veronica. So she killed herself here. Hmm. Professor Milo. Uh, uh, you pick up the journals. Uh, which one did you want to look at? Wayland's or Veronica's? Veronica's. I'm going to look at Veronica's. Hers first. 
All right, passages from Veronica Whalen's journal. Before beginning at the uh, beginning the Ab Abilim operation, Abramelin. Abramelin operation. I've said before, I do not believe it was a heart attack. My father was murdered. I'm certain of this, but I need proof. All I have is the text he followed. That must be it. Lester Goodman sold him the book and the lamp. Who is he? Why did he want my father dead? The only way to obtain proof is to follow my father's footsteps and track the being that did this to him once it appears again. I'm confident I can hold it here once it is summoned. I know the arts of which I can integrate, interrogate it. If it is withstanding my questions, questioning, at least I will have it imprisoned to show others. The authorities will have to believe me then. I will draw upon the power of Saturn to con construct a ward that will hold the spirit. Sigils created from its from its camera will mark the four cardinal directions and turn the house into a prison it cannot escape. Shit. Uh, should the need arise, these may be brought together around the spirit to banish its skin to tighten the noose around its neck until there's no directions left to which to flee but back to the invisible world which it came. Barrier, bind, obstacle, prison. These worlds will hold the spirit in Saturn's leaden, uh, leaden grip. May the faces of the angels that guard the gates of the Garden of Eden guard this house and prevent any ill from leaving. Last entry. Midnight 18 months have come to an end. If I fail tomorrow, I will follow in all my father's footsteps. Ultimately, to my own grave. I hope that someone might find one day, read this, and succeed in bringing the guilty to justice. May the fruit of my victory, the spirit, may attain, prove to be a satin and chalice indeed. Shit. Okay, as soon as I've read that, I am bolting to the other room um, to find the professor and stuff and say, uh, Lester Goodman, he, he sold he sold the, the book and, and the lamp or a lamp or some kind to, to, to the father. The father died, was murdered. She came back to perform it. Did Please tell me you didn't break the, the, the images. Hey, we've gotten rid of two. We've let it out. Whatever it is, that it was. It that was what was confining it. Well, if we're, we've, if we we've don't want to be here. It, we can't leave we, either. Yeah, but we've 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 broken the 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 um. It's like a prison she built to to confine it if she died. Well, it's too late now. We need to go. We, unless, we to... unless the other two had to be destroyed as well. I mean, yeah, we, we might be trapped here with it. I mean, if it knows that we're that, I mean, we need to get out of here. And if we help it escape, well, maybe we'll leave us here, alone. Yeah, okay, here. So a cerebellum is is got head of a human, an eagle, a bull, and a lion. Yeah, cherubim. Yeah. And 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 here she says, in, and I'll show them on her uh, them in the book. Uh, she said um, the the name. She said uh, prison obstruct um bind and what was the third the fourth one say that Obst again 
obstacle, uh, obstacle, prison, prison and, bind, and, and barrier. Barrier. So we're looking for a, a, a lion and a bull. Well, it's and like a, at the and, compass and, points of the house, so we just need yeah. to go to the other places that would correspond. One of uh, those would, would be the dining room. Okay. And the and other then I'm guessing... would probably be all the way at the servants' quarters. Servants quarters. Okay, okay. Let's go to the uh, dining room. And into the hang on quickly quarters. while we're here. Um, here, uh, Jeffrey. Uh, this is right. um, this is uh, August's uh, journal. Uh, see if you can see anything in that. All right, I'll look through it. What do you want Have me you to? Seen a, has anyone seen a lamp anywhere? Unless you mean that lamp that's in that first room. Well, that's got something to do with it as well. All right. Six months into the Albert Aberline Abermelon operation. It's amazing how the same concept can appear across different religions, albeit wearing a different face and bearing a different name. Namel Alkim and the God's messengers, part of a heavenly hierarchy and have no physical form. Although mammonoids propose that they are metaphorical representations of laws of nature and universal principles. The Melakai are messengers and agents of God's will and were also part of a celestial hierarchy and their forms are incomprehensible. Even in dreams, they manifest in different forms. The various branches of Christianity portray angels differently. Catholicism divides them into nine choirs and describes them as being forever incorporeal. Although the seraphim also are also described as six-winged, the cherub, cherubim as four-faced, having faces of a lion, an ox, a human, and an eagle, the thrones as a burning wheels rimmed with eyes, etc. Protestantism describes them as genderless and invisible messengers and agents of God's will. If it is required to ensure that God's will is enacted, they can come corporeal. I wonder exactly how we'll describe the equally beauty of my holy guardian angel when the time comes. I'm wondering this every day. The last entry at midnight tonight. 18 months have elapsed in there entirely. Tomorrow I will begin the, the final stage before, if I'm successful this time, my holy guardian angel will appear. The next time I write here will confirm my success or my failure. I hope for the former. All right, so we know the text and the lamp were bought by Lester. What about that light that was in the first room that was broken in wax? I noticed as I was walking through. Well, let's let's go have a look. Right. So we'll go through into the, the ceiling lamp that you had mentioned. Right. You go in and you look. There's a very ornate uh, ceiling lamp that's hanging above the altar that they've been using for this the ritual. It looks like that. 
That mm, looks ominous, gentlemen. Definitely looks uh, Eastern in nature. Well, let's do we go to the servants' quarters first, or do we go to uh, the dining hall first? They're in the dining hall, so let's go to the servants' quarters, deal with right. whatever we find there, and then we can finish at the at the thing. But should we take the lamp? We probably should, since you got the book, right, Higgins? Yeah, I, I, I've got the book and I've got the wand. It's All right, a, I'll... it's a fairly large lamp. You'd have to actually get a ladder to undo it from the ceiling. Damn it! Okay. Yeah, All right, let's go not... to the servants' quarters. All right. All right. Um. All right. So you go down the stairs. Um. You're going to have to go through the whole house <laughs> to get to the servants' quarters. Uh, you can hear people uh, laughing and carrying on. Rather, you can hear Lester laughing and carrying on with many copies of himself. Yeah, um, I have an idea. I'm going to drape my sh my arms over their shoulders and act like I'm still like groggy, um, and I'll, I'll tell them you're going to. Uh, Lie me down in the servants' quarters. Well, if that's right. anybody asks, let's just go. Mm. Yeah. All right. So, do a luck roll. Uh, well, who has the worst luck? I have 59. We'll do a group luck roll. Um, I right. have 57. I have, 50, I have 60. All right. So, uh, Milo, you do a group luck roll. Okay, come on, come on, come on. No whammies, no whammies, no whammies. That is a pass. Okay. By one. <laughs> All right. So you you manage to get by the uh, dining room door and uh, get past it without being noticed. Um, however, what you notice inside is uh, Lester is uh, is commenting on how delicious the food is, and uh, you can smell something. And it doesn't smell good. It smells like rotting food. And if you, I guess you can try to do it spot hidden if you glance in. I don't even want to see what's going on at yeah, this time. Yeah, I'm point. probably. All right. Yeah. So you go right past. Yeah. Um, you head into the kitchen. And when you get to the kitchen, Rosemary is standing there stirring the uh, pot of. Uh, stew exactly the way she was before. Let just let her go. Well, as you pass by, um, you suddenly hear a thud, and you realize that a rat has climbed out of the cooking pot and plopped onto the floor uh, next to Rosemary's feet. Uh, seems completely uninjured. And uh, it quickly scurries along and goes into the pantry. Too much information. I'm going to keep on going. Uh, you get uh, to the door going out into the, the little uh, the cement floored room. Uh, and then from there, you go over to the, uh, the door going into the servant's quarters. Uh, they are not locked. Uh, you step inside. 
And you can see that the servants' quarters are very uh, simple. Uh, they, uh, it, it's basically one large room with what looks like a bathroom door uh, on the back side. Uh, give me a moment. It's, um, it looks like what you'd expect. It's uh, some, um, uh, the way people would live if they were servants. Uh, nothing fancy. Uh, except that uh, you're guessing that Rosemary collects small little uh, porcelain animals. Uh, she has a couple of shelves over by the fireplace with little animals on them. What do you do? Is there a lion or an ox amongst them? Okay. As you look, you do in fact notice that one of them is a lion statuette. Uh, do pick it up? Yep. Pick it up, you can tell immediately that it's lead. The symbol being that, which you've already worked out is barrier. Barrier. <laughs> yeah. That's too many points to be bind. <laughs> mm -hmm. All right. Um, bring, bring it with us. Yep. If we can bring them all together. All right. Uh, so you, you're going to head back down the hallway? Okay. Uh, the dining room is full of people. What are you um, is the do? library before the dining room? Yes. Okay, I'm going to jump into the library and i'm gonna it's gonna t i'm gonna drag the 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 eagle the lamp um, the lecture okay um uh closer to the dining room as well because off her notes sound like if you brought them closer together it would compile it so i'm hoping that him damaging it hasn't done anything yeah and i'm grabbing the other when we did uh the bus bust yeah okay the bust probably weighs 150 pounds. So you'll have to <sighs> kind of drag it. Yeah, I'm going to have to drag it. Yeah. All right. Do a strength roll on that. Barely. I rolled a 44 out of 45. So okay. it's like. So you're managing to drag it. And as you're dragging it, uh, you can see that the pedestal is uh, scratching into the uh, hardwood floor. I don't care. <laughs> oh no <laughs> oh no considering everything i've seen here i don't care i'm real close to you know going over the edge sandy wise so i'm like <laughs> all right well, so... let's, let's touch up the symbols <laughs> yeah. do you want to try to touch up the symbols yeah trying to fix you them up you scratch them pretty badly and you've literally dug into the, the lead. Yeah, whatever, whatever. We're going to find out. <laughs> what? All right. So you, you start to move them towards the uh, the dining room, um, which you, you pull them out of the hallway, we'll say. All right, what next? All right. Uh, how many doors are there? That wasn't me. 
Someone unleash the hounds. I mean, I have a dog. You that have, was mine. You have, uh, you have the stairs. You have the door to outside. You have the stairs. You have the lounge. You have the library. 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 You have the dining room and the restroom. You have the door going into the basement. Should okay, we I want to check the... the basement first, but we should leave these positioned yeah. around the door in the dining room. Should yeah. we destroy the lamp? Because mm. I'm happy to run up and destroy it if you think it, we should. I, I'm not worried about that at this point. Yeah. All right. Let's position that. You want to check the basement? Yes. And then I think maybe we just try and make, we find any clothes or rugs or whatever, and then we go out the front door and just try to get back to the car. After after we bring all the items together in the dining yes, room. Yes, yeah, we're doing that first. That being said, would you all like a five-minute break to use the restroom? Sure. That would be wonderful. So, Professor Higgins, um, you open the door uh, to the basement, and uh, there is a pull switch for the lights. When you do that, the lights come on in the basement, and you can see that, that it's 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 big enough. It probably goes through most of the under part of the house. Um, uh, that's what you can see from up at the top of the stairs. Uh, you also notice that there are some stains on the stairs going down that look like they might be old dried blood. And somebody's been pushed, perhaps? Or dragged. I'm going to make my way down. Okay. Um, as you go down, uh, you can see that there's a lot of stored stuff here. A lot of furniture. Um, a lot of pretty furniture. It it might be furniture from the rooms upstairs mm -hmm. that they they all cleared out when they when they set that that up up there. Um, but as you get to the bottom of the stairs and you look over uh, against the far wall, uh, right underneath a little window that goes outside, mm -hmm. basement window, um, there are two bodies. And what you see is a woman's body and a man's body. The woman uh, is sitting down, her back against the wall, right under the window, and sort of in front of her, in her arms, uh, is a man. And both of them are bloody. Both of them, well, they're decaying. They've, they've been rotting for quite some time. And you can tell that both of them have gouged their own eyes out. Oh boy, servant type. Like and you're pretty sure that it's Jeremiah and Rosemary. Oh, they were. They came back a little too early from their 18 month vacation. Ah, uh, okay. So we're literally the only living people here. It seems like it. All right, let's go let's to the go. dining room. All right, so you get up and you step into the dining room. Yeah. And as you step in there, just as you step in, 
um, uh, Wayland is raising his glass and he says, um, I would like, you know, uh, I would like to make a toast to my daughter uh, in her new attempt to create the Abramelin uh, operation and, uh, and meet her guardian angel and prove to us once and for all that God exists. And he raises his glass and everybody raises their glass. And as they raise their glasses, there's a moment when it looks like they're all rotting corpses and the table is filled with rotting food and rats are all over it. And then all of the lights go out in the house. And it's dead silent. You're, you're standing there in the dark. Do a, a sanity roll. Uh, We're quickly. standing on the other side of the barrier we put, put in, right? Okay. Yeah. It's like 20 is a success. Uh, oh, I um, just barely succeeded. What are we rolling, sorry? Sanity. Sanity. Oh, um, no, that's a fail for me. If you fail 1d4, otherwise just take one point. One. Worse and worse. I'm indefinitely insane. <laughs> I'm real close. Um, lose a few more points. You suddenly notice that there is a spot of light behind you, and Jeremiah is standing there with a candle, and he says, oh, gentlemen, is there anything I can do for you? Uh, anything that you need? Yeah, show us to the ox. I'm in sorry? In the dining room. Not sure what you're talking about, sir. Take us to well, the Well, I have this lion. Like to be well, to we're, ox, we're, we're experiencing a power outage at the moment. Let me light some candles. And as soon as he says those words, there's candles all over the dining room that light. And Wayland is there. And Veronica is there. But there are no Lesters anywhere. <coughs> Where's the compass points? Uh, knowing where the places are, where would be the compass point in the dining room? Well, it would be the far wall. Um, right. Do a spot hidden for me. Yeah. 82 is not good enough. <laughs> 16 is a hard success. Okay. Uh, you look and over on near the window on the table next to the, uh, on the far wall, um, you see a large uh, metallic looking bull. I will grab the There's the symbol. Bind. And you already know it's fine. <laughs> yeah. And we will, I assume we're dragging all these symbols towards the other. Yep. And that's what we're doing. Um, yeah, we did that. We did that before. Yeah. As you're as you're doing that, Waylon suddenly says, "I, for some reason, I I think I can remember what, what happened." And he looks over at Veronica and he says, "I, I think I failed 
the Abramelin operation and it killed me. Mm -hmm. And Veronica says, that's right, Father. That's exactly what happened. And she says, she says, and then I attempted it, but I succeeded. Only when I attempted to bring forth a demon, I seem to have resurrected Evangeline. And as soon as she says that, Evangeline steps into the room, black hair, rotting flesh, screeching, and she starts to run to attack Veronica. And rather than jump out of the way, Veronica sort of backs up and Evangeline lands on her and starts once again tearing her to shreds. Um, Wayland doesn't seem to react. Uh, he looks over at you and he says, are, are we all dead? And yeah. We're and we're trapped here somehow. Yeah. Yes. And uh, Jeremiah says, I think that we're dead too, but something is keeping us from, uh, from getting away. We can't go to heaven or anything like that. Something is preventing us. Well... I'll here go. I'll scratch out the remaining symbols. The demon disappears, and he says, "He says, um, well, as he says, we 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 need to drive the demon away." Uh. Uh, but did you say you 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 go ahead and scratch out the other symbols? Which one do you have in your hand? Well, you don't have any of them in your hand. Yeah, they're kind of a... I think Milo has one and uh, Jeffrey has one. Yeah, I had moved it closer to the bull. Yeah, and I had the lion and we were moving it, but... Okay. Yeah, and I've got the eagle. All right. Like, driving it out, we have to bring these things together or free it? I don't know. I think that we're trapped here and we can't get away, and that's the thing that wants to keep us here. What? What is? What is he pointing at? He's pointing at Evangeline. Oh. I think that's not Evangeline. I think that's the demon that accidentally got summoned. Instead. Right. So you were trying to summon the angel, but you summoned the demon. I well, Veronica, and she says, "I don't remember." Somehow, it's it's taken our memories. What has the lamp got to do with the, the ritual? The lamp. The lamp is just a lamp. Okay. Well, let's we'll restore the symbols in the other two or attempt to add a add symbols well that's creating a barrier we can't leave and you can't either have you tried to leave uh yeah you're right that that did not work out oh screw it i'm going i'm digging out the line that i have what did what did um her journal say exactly it said if you bring them together it like if you bring them all closer together it would lock the demon yeah, and we can't leave. The demon can't leave. They can't leave. It did its job. Yeah, but we're not in the. We're not in the. If we point them all into each other and we yeah. bring them close together. No, but they were all in the house. I'm not, yeah, but you yeah, got you got to keep in mind these these things are not literal. Right. Necessarily. So yeah, if they was the locked in is, the house. If the together, issue is if we let it out, we let that out. Yeah, but we can't. I mean. 
do you want to die here? We could drive the demon back, but we have to do a ritual to do it. There are what symbols we can we can trap the demon in a circle and drive it away. Yes, but we need to free them first. Well, right? do we? What is the ritual that we have to do? We need a large flat surface where we is can we can use. No, it needs to be something we can draw on the floor. Like the sand? No, like perhaps the cement floor. We can use chalk. In the basement? No, uh, in the servants' quarters. The the, the in between uh, room. Oh, yes, yeah. We can call that we can if if this demon sees that, then the demon is trapped in the center of it and we can send it back to hell or wherever it came from. All right. I'm willing to do that at least. Yeah, let's try. Joseph, you're the only one that can read the German, so. Yep. Well, Wayland says, I know the ritual. I just need your help to draw the circle. Because right. once we start to draw the circle, the demon's going to try to stop us. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. So I will all take a point and start drawing the symbol as soon as he describes it. All right. Uh, well, he says we have to we have to move out there. Yeah, we'll go, right. go to the other room. And we have to um, get chalk. Well, I just so happen to have chalk. Wayland says. Um, so if we each have a chalk. piece of chalk, move ourselves out there. So you guys move out there, and it's going to take you a few minutes because this is what he needs you to draw on the ground. Holy. He actually grabs a book from the library and opens it up and shows you. Okay. And it has to be oriented north, south, east, and west. All right. So You guys start drawing this out, and he he shows you how to measure uh, the distance between things and how to how to lay it out. Um, as soon as he starts working on this, uh, you suddenly hear a screaming coming from somewhere in the house, and the screaming's getting closer and closer and closer. Um, you're pretty sure it's Evangeline, and she's heading in your guys's direction. Um, there are pieces of furniture. Yeah, can we barricade the doors? Mm-hmm. All right. Um, right, you grab some furniture and you start barricading the door. And no sooner do you get the barricade in place than you start to hear the door bang, bang, like this. <clears throat> and it's with such force you can see that the wood on the thing is, is starting to slowly splinter. And... Uh, Veronica's like you'll have to defend yourselves. Uh, you guys keep drawing. I'm gonna grab um, here. Here, take this one that's sharper and pointy. That I okay, and I will have uh, yeah, maybe it's yeah. like a a table leg or something. Yeah, I'll keep on drawing. Yep, drawing time. All right, there's more bashing at the door. You guys are you guys are about half finished drawing. Um. When all of a sudden the door splinters and Evangeline throws the furniture aside that's there 
and she starts moving towards you. Um, what were you going to do, Milo? Um, I'm going to poke at her with the, the, the um, like try and stab her with the, the wand. Okay. Um, do a brawl roll. A brawl? Okay. Yeah. Uh, I will spend the six luck. One, two, three, four, five, six to pass with a regular pass. Okay, she got a seventy-three. Um, so you you hit her with this, and you can see that it actually goes goes into her. And when it does, you've got the wand. You said so. Yeah. uh, You hit her with the wand. You can see that it almost starts to burst into flame a little bit. And she screams. Uh, everybody do a um, constitution roll when she screams. Okay. Because there's a blast of fetid smell. Oh, 26 is uh, a hard 24. success. Exactly. Uh, All right. Pass. All right. So you manage not to throw up. Uh, <gasps> and she she Ooh. runs back out of the room. <laughs> just, you can hear her screaming. Um, Might want right, to build up about, the barricade again. Oh, you're, God, you're about, smell. Oh. You're about three quarters done, and uh, you 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 hear the screeching again coming towards you guys. And uh, Evangeline comes running back through the same door, um, uh, and this time she's going straight at Milo, yeah, uh, to attack him. Uh, go ahead, roll. Going go at her with uh, the the spiky spikiness again. Oh, twenty one. That is going to be uh, that's a that's a normal normal pass, but I'm just willing to spend luck. She got a sixty-one. Okay. So Evangeline's Evangeline's not doing very well this time. All right. So you once again you jam it into maybe right here into her neck, and she struggles when you do it, and you see it sort of flames a little bit, and she screeches and she actually falls to the ground this time, and she sort of scuttles away uh, out into the darkness. All right, you guys have finished drawing it and Wayland steps into the circle and triangle and he begins chanting something in what sounds like Hebrew and uh, he makes a motion like this for you to hand him the wand Can this I do is... a psychology roll on him? Sure <laughs> Do a psychology do roll on the wand. ghost Yeah uh, big fail. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna. Right. I'll, I'll just. What choice do we have? <laughs> he takes. Yeah. He takes the wand, and you see him do this thing where he goes around the circle like that, and then he points at the center, and you hear Evangeline screaming in the other room, and now Evangeline is being pulled into the room, and you can see she's trying to grab a hold of things to keep her from being pulled in, but all of a sudden she leaps into the center of the circle. And you hear him say more stuff in Hebrew and he points at the the bottom of the circle and she begins to turn black and suddenly she starts smoking. Flames come up and you hear her have this horrible death rattling sort of nasty sound and then she seems to be sort of sucked into the floor. And um, Waylon says, that's it. Uh, she's been driven back. She's back in hell where she belongs. Um, but we're still stuck here. We're all still stuck here. We need to move on. 
Right. So about uh, carving up these uh, yeah, lead statuettes. <laughs> well, she's no longer here, so you don't need the trap any longer. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right. Freedom. So you you damage the the stuff on the, mm-hmm. the lion and the the ox. And as soon as you do that, everything goes dark. And um, except for one candle flame. And you can see that Wayland and uh, Veronica and the two uh, Linwoods uh, have vanished. You also see that the house around you uh, is in horrible repair. It's been damaged for years. There's peeling paint and the, the floorboards are, are damaged. And I'd like you to all do a listen roll. 91. I am listening to my own heart beating in my ears. Extreme um, success, 06. File 61. Dr. Winters, you hear an odd noise, um, a, a kind of a, a humming sound, um, uh, high and uh, oddly vibrating, and it seems to be coming from somewhere up above. And as you're listening, it's getting louder. And the other two of you, you start to hear this, and... There seems to be something coming from up the stairs. Uh, and you get the feeling that it's both getting closer and that it's getting louder and that it's eventually going to become deafeningly loud. Uh, what do you do? To the car. Yeah, <laughs> yeah to the car. Scarpa. Closest door. Get or out. Window. Just, yeah. All right. Um, don't want to don't care uh, you run back through the house and down towards the the hall leading to the front door and just as you are getting to the stairs you can see this light shining from up the stairs uh, down into the hallway as you're, you're scrambling to open the door and get out and the door opens um, I would like you all to do power rolls to see if you look back. God. Oh, oh, oh 37, I pass. <laughs> I'll... All right, 47, I pass. Whew. Okay. So, Joseph and Jeffrey, uh, you run outside. Now, the second you run outside, the yard is in disrepair. Uh, it looks literally like nobody's lived here for years. There is no snow. There is no wind. It's what you'd expect from a May night. There's stars out. Sorry, I passed. I did pass. Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) No, you didn't. Okay, fine. All right. It's your choice if you want to look back or not. I'll give you Uh, that. I'll, I'll, because for the sake of you, you I'll, I'll say I look back. Okay makes it more fun um all right uh so you run out and you run down the path and you're you're heading back towards 
uh, where your car was and you're not looking back. Um, Milo, as you get to the front door and you, you almost instinctively want to close the door behind you, you look back and coming down the stairs is something completely unexpected. It is this being composed of light and color and there are six enormous wings that look like they're made from fire going out to the side and for a moment you feel like you're looking into looking at a, a, a real angel an angelic being and uh this voice comes from it that sounds like distant Buster. thunder no it sounds it sounds like distant thunder and and ocean waves crashing and uh bizarre voluminous starting sound it's deeper than anything you've ever heard and you can feel the impact of it on your on your soul and it says do you want to look upon the face of god nope <laughs> Gonna run? Yeah, I'm right. A, I'm right on. <laughs> All right. So you run outside in in terror, and uh, since none of you are looking back, you can hear the sound of. Uh, it sounds like you you all hear that voice, uh, and it uh, you you can hear the sound of wood being destroyed, and there's this blinding light coming from behind you, and then it winks out and you guys are running back to your car you get to your car and you're not out of gas oh my god and the car starts up and uh don't think you want to go to the conference now you guys are all Probably going to head straight to the asylum. And that's uh, the end of the story. Oh, my uh, gosh. But not only that, but doesn't Joseph ha all still have the book? Okay. So here's an explanation. Um, Wayland, uh, first of all, the book of Abramelin is a real book. Um, the ritual of, uh, of Abramelin is a real ritual. And people sometimes do this. Um, of course, in Call of Cthulhu, all that religious stuff is just nonsense. So in this case, it's still just nonsense. Um, Wayland attempted it. He had a bad copy, uh, a, a translation that said seven months or six months. He attempted that. It failed. He couldn't believe that it was him that had the problem. It must be the, the problem with the, uh, the text. So he began searching for a better copy, uh, one, one far older and more original. And as he did this, uh, he came to the attention of Lester Goodman, who was, in fact, an avatar of Nyarlathotep. So Nyarlathotep said, oh, well, this could be a lot of fun. So he sells uh, Les he sells uh, August. Uh, he sells uh, Wayland an actual, very good translation of the text and gives him a lamp. And the lamp is a chaos lamp. 
And every time they light it and they say their, their prayers under it, it's absorbing magic points. And as soon as it reaches 1,200 and something magic points, um, it summons a servitor of Azathoth. Oh, my God. Oh. Um, oh. So just as he was completing the ritual, it was enough points to summon this. He thought it was his guardian angel, and it asked him, do you want to see God, the face of God? He said, yes, I do. And it said, okay. And it transformed him into pure energy, his soul, and it took him to the court of Azathoth. And now oh. his soul his soul rotates around Azathoth forever and ever. Back, back at home, it appeared that he had a heart attack. Okay. So Veronica was at college. Uh, Veronica hears that her, her father has passed. So she comes rushing home and she begins her own little investigation and realizes that he attempted the upper middle. She knew he was going to do it, um, but that something must have been wrong and that it caused uh, her father to die. So the only one she could blame was this Lester Goodman who had sold him the book and the thing. And she figured that he'd sold him the wrong translation. So she did her research. She then herself did the ritual, the correct ritual. And she summoned the thing back. But before she did that, she set a trap so that if the thing comes, she can imprison it so that it can't get away. And that's what the four cardinal points with the things were. Mm. Um, she figured she could hold it prisoner. And even if it, if it killed her, it would be stuck here. Um, so what she did is she did that. When she, 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 she brought it forth, she started interrogating it. She wouldn't believe that, that it, it just told her, yeah, I, I took him to see the face of God. And she didn't believe it. So she, she, was basically trying to torture it. The creature got angry at her and it started sucking out her memories. And when it did that, she realized that if it figured out how the trap was set, it could, it could escape. So she killed herself before it could suck out the last memories. Now, as a result, its knowledge is kind of incomplete doesn't understand how light bulbs work and things like that. It's been trapped there for years and it's been waiting for someone to come along that it can get in there and see if it can figure out what's got it stuck there. And that's what it did with you guys. Everything was an illusion. Uh, all, even even Wayland and the daughter, all of them, they were just illusions it was creating in order yeah. to trick you into figuring out how to let it go. And you did, and then you let it go. So it's, <laughs> it's gone. And Nyarlathotep was extremely amused by all this. So he showed up, wanted to see what was going on. And uh, that was all just him having a blast, you know. That's and that's so the good. end of the story. <laughs> Matthew Sanderson, once again, you absolute genius. My Brilliant story. Yeah. yeah. All right. Our players included Oren Mayer, Zane Fleming, and Morgan Llewellyn with myself as the Keeper of the Secrets. We usually play four times a week with music and sound effects added in post-production in order to create a richer listener experience. Um, 
just so that you know, we don't monetize our shows. Uh, the only shows that have ads are because we occasionally use copyrighted music. The music owners get the cash. We don't. Our costs are almost entirely covered by our Patreons. Without them, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. By pledging just a couple dollars a month, you are directly helping us defray costs and improve our show. Um, like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows and leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure to the universe of HP Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck, good gaming.